Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by Angie Yao. And, and as always, Stephen Badagliaco. How are we doing, guys? Great. Fantastic. I'm great. happy to join Fantastic. you guys on the eve of the greatest motion picture to ever come out. Something I know everyone at this table has been twitching with excitement over. Yes. Avatar 2. Aching to see it. Uh this Aiden. podcast will uh, release the day before Avatar really? 2 graces us. Yes. Well, I guess we got to talk about Avatar and James Cameron. And James general. Cameron uh, in general. Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. We're doing Titanic. We are doing it. We, we, it. This is like just scratching an itch since it's, day one I've wanted to do this. Really? Yes. This is what you've been most excited about? I've been the most excited to do this movie, yeah. It's, it's a film that everyone in the world has seen multiple yeah. times. Yes. It's a cultural phenomena in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. It really characterized like the late nineties. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was this one of the first movies to make a billion? I know it was like close. Um, if not the first. Maybe adjusted for inflation. Not adjusted this. for inflation. Like being in like the third grade at the time. I was forced to listen to the Celine Dion song like we all in were. school. Yeah, we all were. Yeah. I was in fifth and do, grade and do the Macarena in gym class. But <laughs> it was a weird time. It it was everything. Oh, you yeah. know, everywhere, inescapable. I remember a woman on the Staten Island ferry attempted to do the "I'm Flying Jack" thing <laughs> and fell off and died. That year? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> I don't recall that. I don't recall that either. But that's believable because it was huge. It was everywhere. Even like. Science, like Discovery Channel, had like Titanic documentaries. Titanic everywhere. Everything. We played yeah. this computer game, me and Steve. I have it still. You got it? I have it. Oh, please send it to me. I would love I will. to play. I will, I will send you the file to yeah. run the game. It's very easy. Dude. I want to play it so bad. It, it, what it is was. It? It, so it's <laughs> Titanic based game. It's like Titanic Journey to the Past or some shit like mm. that. Like it's a historical game, it's not the movie. It yeah. is a historical game, uh-huh. but you play a secret agent on Titanic. Who time travels back. He doesn't time travel. Oh, I thought he's a time traveler who's sent to stop no, it no, from no. blowing up. Or the, beginning, the beginning of the, uh, of the game is the start of, I believe, World War II. And your house gets bombed in England, so you die right at the beginning. And he says, what happens if I actually change time? So you go back in time to relive his past to see if you can, A... Change your mission because you actually fuck failed. Does this have to do with the Titanic? And B, save the Titanic from sinking. <laughs> you meet all like the real people in the game uh-huh. and shit like that. And it's a puzzle game, and like you're timed though. So once you once you hit a certain point, if you don't finish, you sink with the ship. Ah, that's and it's really say. cool. It's so much fun. This was in the '90s. You did this. Yeah, yeah it was, it was Titanic game. Mania, man. I'm sure yeah, it was. was the graphics must have been great. Horrible. <laughs> they use real pictures and just move the mouths. Um, but Cameron, so probably one of the most successful directors of all time. Without a doubt. Yes. If Easily. if not the most, as far as money. Mm, I mean, he has two of the three highest grossing films ever. Right. So you could say that. And every, like, almost all of his movies have been giant hits. Right? Yeah, he, doesn't, he doesn't make many. He doesn't make... When he comes out movies. with a movie, it tends to be very commercially successful. Right. And I, I know you are not going to agree with me. But I, I'm a fan of most of them. How could you not be? Well, Brian... Oh. So, this is what I'll say. 
I respect Cameron. Mm-hmm. 100% the man is a genius. I cannot take right. away... He's what, an eccentric genius, too. Yeah, I cannot take away what he has created in film. Mm-hmm. And trust me, he doesn't give a fuck what I have to say. Right. But I think with some people, for whatever reason... He'll what, be our first email. He actually yeah. cares and listens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if anyone is going to do it, it might be him. <laughs> it's. I think there's just certain artists or bands or whatever... Where you just don't mesh with their work. Sure. Yeah. I do not connect with Cameron's work. Okay. W- for whatever reason. Well, let's go through them because there aren't many we can talk about. Okay. The first one is Terminator, right? I don't know if that's his first movie, but it's up there. I think it's his first commercial success. I love the first Terminator. It's a fucking masterpiece. Great movie. Oh, yeah. Great movie. I know you don't like T2. I do not like T2. I am the freak of the world. Yes. Why don't you like T2? I just don't connect with it. I hate the kid. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say part of this comes from when I saw it. I did not see any of the Terminator movies when until they when they came out. I didn't see them as a kid. I didn't see them until I was well into high school. Mm-hmm. And I saw the first Terminator, and I was like, this is great. Then I wasn't able to rent T2 because it was like always out at the blo- at the blockbuster. Right. Like it was per- it's the most popular movie for like kids our age at that time. Yeah, for, for a long it was perpetually time, yeah. gone, and I was like, okay, I saw Terminator three, so I saw one, three. You saw three before two. Then eventually, I saw two. Wow. So for, I think for a lot of people, it's like um at the time it must have been visually mind blowing. Yeah. Oh yeah. For me, it's already like. 10, 15 years old by the time I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. So, so it I'm didn't not, get its fair I'm share. Not, I'm not blown away by the graphics. Yeah. I don't like the kid. <laughs> and I just, I'm not as compelled or interested in it as I am with the first one. Okay. So I knew we were going to end up talking about T2 when we, <laughs> when we did Titanic. And I just started thinking, I was driving to work the other day, and I was thinking about the world of Terminator and how the future is just retarded. It makes no sense. Uh, it's, the, it's in, a, in, t- in the Terminator in franchise, Terminator it's, franchise. A, it's a yeah. wasteland of skulls and giant yeah. robots killing people. Yeah. How do the people even like have a chance? Like they're fighting like a guerrilla war. Well, they don't. But they are. He. They. They have such a chance. They're, they're doing, losing. They're, they win. They're doing so well that the machines have to send a robot back in time to kill his mom. You know, like he matters that much. They can't just just hunt down the remaining people and kill them or just (laughs) blow them up or something. It makes no sense. I think the much better world building in a post-apocalyptic film is the masterpiece that is Reign Reign of Fire. Right? With the dragons? With the dragons. I love Reign of Fire. (laughs) Reign of Fire makes sense because in T2, the people couldn't just have like a home base, you know, because the robots would find them and kill them. Okay. The dragons aren't really trying to kill the people. They're just living their lives, you know, and they live in the castle. And Matthew McConaughey comes and he's like, we're going to kill the dragons. It's awesome. Right? <laughs> it's what we need. <laughs> I was I was with you and you just you, you went off the cliff. You went off the deep end. I love Rain of Fire. That's deep what I think end. You is just that a Titanic pun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just wanted to bring up like how great Rain of Fire is because it just makes mainly, no sense to me. Mainly. But also, <laughs> I, I compared the two and I realized that the world of Rain of Fire is actually more believable. Dragons destroying the planet Earth is more believable, is more believable than the world than of the, Terminator. Than a field of human skull. Yeah. Also, the time traveling Terminator makes zero sense. Yeah. 
Well, time the movie falls apart immediately. If, if you if you go if you get into the nitty gritty of the lore, it's stupid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get it. But we're not talking about Terminator. Well, here. real quick, we're about James Cameron. Cameron. His first movie is Piranha Two. Okay. Then he does Terminator. Right. Then he does Aliens. Yes. Aliens you know? Did you know that James Cameron, when he did that Piranha Two movie, he was a truck driver. And he just decided that I want to be a film director and like just read some books and, and made himself a director and sold himself to like studios. To Roger Corman, I think, right? Yeah. And they gave him that job and then they just gave him Terminator. He wrote Terminator and was like, I'm going to do this. And it was fucking Terminator. Well, they were right. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. They, their bet really paid off. <laughs> you used to be able to do things like that. Right. Like, like yeah. Steven Spielberg. Did you ever hear what he did? No. Yeah. He snuck onto it. like um the Paramount lot, I think, or Universal, and he found an empty office and he set up shop there. Like he just belonged there. Like he just belonged there <laughs> and started like meeting with people and talking and like <laughs> made that his office. So he did aliens, which I do not like aliens. I do not connect with it. Really? I, I like aliens. I aliens like is Alien is better. Alien is better, but and Alien, alien 3 is better too. I never saw three. I saw four. I like four all the aliens, shit. so I can't I, really see Aliens 2 is my least favorite aliens. I just don't connect with his work. It's so weird. Are you like anti-Bill Paxton or something? No, I like Bill Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he did The Abyss, which I've never seen. Do you mm -hmm. like Twister? I like Twister. But again, every one of these movies is gigantic. <laughs> They're all huge. Yeah. yeah. True Lies, I saw. Giant movie. Awesome. True Lies, I like. He really knows how to use Arnold. Yeah. Titanic, obviously, I've right. seen it. Right. Awesome. Avatar, which no. is his <laughs> last movie, and that's from 2009. That's so he did Titanic and didn't do another movie until Avatar. Yep. Avatar is one of the worst movies. movies I've ever seen. Avatar is pure shit. It's a horrible yeah, movie. Avatar is bad. I don't know why they're making sequels. I don't know who even remembers the movie. Like, at the, at the time, obviously, it's the biggest movie ever, right? Yep. As far as money. No cultural it impact. It had no lasting impact at all. Like, mm -hmm. even the 3D shit, which was, like, the big selling point, the novelty of it. Nobody talks about this movie. Nobody cares about this movie. No, it's not. It's not a strong story. It's no, like they they wasted a it's lot a of good animation of a, of, for that nothing. had been done better several times. Over. Yeah, exactly. They they it's, should have went somewhere it's else. Blue dances with wolves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with at the time good graphics, but really the movie doesn't hold up. Right. But it the reason it. it the reason it's out there doing these sequels is because it made a shitload of money in China. Mm -hmm. China loved it. They were impressed by it. So it, do you foresee a bomb here? With this new one? I don't think it's going to do that well domestically. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure I'm gonna, when this comes out, I'm going to get punked. Yeah. It's gonna, oh, yeah. I think it's going to do very well. It'll open number one. I do not foresee it making like a billion dollars in America this time. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I personally haven't spoken to many people who give a fuck. No, who would? I think in China, it's going to do very well. I fell asleep watching it. I yep. We saw it opening night. Opening night. Yeah. I remember. I'll never forget this. It was opening night of the movie. This is gonna pack be, theater. This is the game changer for cinema. Yeah. Such a big deal. Like there's cinema before Avatar and after. Mm -hmm. And me and Anne are all jacked up, and we're sitting in the theater. You packed, guys are jokes. Packed, <laughs> sold out house, and we're sitting there. And within like 30 minutes in the movie, a guy in one of the front rows starts snoring so loudly. <laughs> our theater started uproarious laughing. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes, I do. And then I fell asleep. Yeah. I didn't make it through the whole movie. It's just a bad movie. It comes with his name. And he's he look at all the hits he had before then. So when Avatar comes out, it's like everyone has to see the new Cameron movie. It wasn't Avatar. It was we got to see what Cameron's bringing. No, again. it was the 3D. It's the 3D. It's the new technology. You can say that, but it's coming off of Titanic. 
Titanic. It's not coming over Titanic. Titanic was over no, no, no. a decade and a half before. Right, but it's it's. I'm saying in his lineage of movies. I guess. Yeah. You know, it's people. Him. Film people were like, okay. He also didn't make a lot of money you know, from Titanic. The common man didn't give a shit that it was. I was like, they're about to change cinema forever. Right. That's because that's how it was marketed. Right. Yeah. Like, and I was like, this is everything is about to change forever. Mm-hmm. Like, we're gonna be going to 3D movies that like the characters are in front of you doing the right, shit. Right. And it was like. Eh, okay. The animation's great, but it's just the story sucked. That's all. I remember you know? like not even liking it, like as far as the visuals. Like it was just no, like, the visuals. It was okay. Good. The visuals are good, but you know, I never need to see it again. I never saw it again. I don't. Me either. You know, it 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 just did nothing for me. But Titanic, on the other hand, Titanic. Titanic. I've seen so it did you see times. it in theaters? I did not. My parents went to go see it without me. They left me with my grandmother that night. I was very upset. Oh, yeah, you wanted to see I wanted to see this so fucking bad. <laughs> You're in third grade? Yeah, because everybody, it was, like I said, it's cultural phenomenon. Everybody oh, yeah. had to see it. And I was already, like, a little history guy. Uh-huh. And my parents and grandmother had told me, and this is true as far as I know, that my grandmother's uncle died on the Titanic. Whoa. So I had to be like his this name is, was Jack Dawson. He's not Jack Dawson. He's <laughs> Burden, something Burden. I don't know. Uh, he's a third class dude. Yeah. So yeah. he 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 went down with the ship. <laughs> so yeah, I ha- I felt like I had to see that. I had some connection yeah. with it. I did eventually see it on VHS. We got the the double VHS tape. Everybody Same. had that. Yep. Yeah. Same. Which cassette did you like better, VHS one or VHS two? Obviously two. I like VHS one better because it has the tits in it. The tits are in one. No, the tits are not in one. The tits are in one. I thought. Nope, tits are in two. Oh, you might be right. The I transition don't remember, was but... the was the I'm flying Jack. That was the last moment on VH when when it cuts and she's like, "That was the last time Titanic saw daylight." Then the tits are in two. That okay. was that yeah. was uh, the where they changed the tape. So then we all agree that two is then better. Two is VHS. better. Yeah. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows it. We're not going to spoil anything yeah. for you. Spoil it. So, the Titanic sinks. Like you never know if you have the younger listeners. The dumbest fucking movie ever, but with absolute brilliance in it at the same it time. It sucks. I, it okay. does not suck. It I sucks. have to disagree with... First off, saying this movie sucks is just... It's just wrong. Flat out You're wrong. just wrong. You're just wrong. It yeah. sucks. And we'll get into it as we go. But the, saying it's the dumbest movie ever also is really stupid, too. It's dumb as this fuck. Movie, this movie is done The characters great. don't behave like real people. Very true. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> Again, this is the thing. I don't somewhat connect I, with Cameron. Somewhat I agree with you there, but we'll it get is, into it. There's the, moments we'll I like. The sinking is perfect. Yes. It's historically perfect. You are not yeah. actually respecting for it. Is that the sets and the the sequences, like the sinking sequences, those sets as well, are utterly fantastic. I'm not going to dispute the tech. It feels like there's you're on the one ship. thing that I will give to Cameron always credit for. He is a technical master. Mm-hmm. Yes. All his shit is always polished, looks great. His sets are always amazing. The graphics, like I, rewatching it, we've seen this a hundred times. Seeing that ship rise out of the water and you see the the propellers with the the, the water dripping yeah. off, you you you. Are sitting there, you kind of lose your breath. You're like, kind of like, holy shit. We, we saw the re-release. We watched remember, it in theaters. Right. Yeah, on, on, the, on this last watch, I realized that the CG has definitely dated a bit. Slightly. Yes. It's, it's like PS1 graphics at this point. It's still good, though. But it holds up completely. It's terrifying. 
Yeah. It's it's tragic. Well, sad. the mix of practical with the actual shit the is great. Yeah. Yes, we went to the remaster. That is the last time I watched it in full. Me same. too. Yeah, same. Um, we were laughing the whole time. Well, it was a giant uproarious joke for us. Well, it was the three of us in the theater right. and like one we, other couple. We So Titanic <laughs> is one of our favorite movies to talk about. We've been... We quote it all the time. Yeah, we've been Daily on basis. this for decades. They re-released the movie in theaters in like 3D. In 3D. Post-Avatar. Yes, and we could not wait to go. You know, the big romance movie, the three of us have to go see it. <laughs> and we sat in the back, and I think there was like one other couple, one couple yeah. in the theater. It's just <laughs> it's empty theater. And we talked through the whole thing. Like we, we just did, quoted we the movie. We did, we did commentary for the movie for the whole We just did the show. Yeah, yeah we did the show. <laughs> that was probably 10 years ago, right? Yeah, it's probably like 2012 or 13, somewhere and, around there. Yeah, That's yeah, the last that time right. I watched it. Me too. Right. Rewatching it after all, the, all that time. I was still like the movie ended. I'm like, this is just fantastic. Like you I love it. More I can't than imagine. Everybody. I can't imagine anybody not liking it. It's infinitely watchable. It's yeah. fun to watch. It's you know? not only is it fun. It's sad. <laughs> like you don't you don't have a good time at the end of that movie. Yeah, I'm uh, no. You're yeah. wrong. You're wrong. It has okay. such an upbeat, jovial it's tone. So at the end. at the end, yeah, the melodrama. I hate her. I hate Rose. This is on this watch. I discovered she is one of the worst human beings yes. in any movie yes. ever. She is utter fucking garbage. Yeah. And she's a completely unlikable character. Terrible person. Yeah. Throughout from, from point A yes. to point B. Yes. yes, absolutely. But before we get into the movie, <laughs> before we get into the movie, I gotta talk about what this movie did to me. As a boy? As a young boy. As a young lad. So I'm in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And this you movie. You were not in fifth grade. I was in fifth grade. I was grade in fifth when grade when this came out. He was in third. Nope, I was in fifth. You're wrong. You're, you're in, in fourth. I was in fifth. I was in fourth. It was 97. I was Does in. Does it fifth matter? Grade. Does it matter? No. I'm no, in fifth grade okay. 100%. Okay. So this movie comes out, and I am like, holy shit. I like, this is the big shit, and we yeah. got to go see it. Mm -hmm. And I see it in theaters, and I see on the big screen. A giant pair of tits. Yes. <laughs> and I am they like... They look great. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. This is amazing. Now, I have seen tits before at this point. Sure. I have, you know, me and Steve used to find of his course. dad's uh, penthouses and oh, yeah. look mm -hmm. at them. Construction yeah. sites. We'd Construction find stuff. sites, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. seen my fair share, but I think when you're seeing them in motion and it's in a movie... You've never seen a porno. And it's lit. I haven't seen a porno. Right. The internet isn't like a yeah, thing. Right. No. And it's like... Holy shit. It was a game changer. So I saw Titanic four times in theaters. You made your parents take you. Made my parents. If I was hanging out with friends' parents and like, what could we do? I was like, mm, we could go see Titanic. Because <laughs> I wanted to look at the tits again. <laughs> and nobody caught on. You know, it's funny you said, I remember my mom having a conversation with our neighbor, the Gerstel mother. Okay. Right. I'm gonna give the name out. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. I don't care. They were talking, and the her the mom was saying that her son Joey, who was my age, he was like a year younger than me. <laughs> he doesn't stop beating off now. <laughs> he can't stop watching Titanic. <laughs> he keeps putting it on in his room. And I remember thinking, like, I know he's watching it for the tits. I know this kid. He's a tit fiend. And he <laughs> 
And yeah, <laughs> I think that's why it made so much money. It's a hundred percent why it made because so much young money. boys who otherwise would have no interest mm-hmm. were like, "I'm gonna see a great rack." Yes. On screen. And a little hint of Bush. Everyone talked about the tits. The tits were front and center. It's the whole movie. It's Titanic. <laughs> um, the, you know what? I, watching it the other day. I'm surprised your drawing isn't just too surfy. <laughs> the scene funny. where she's in the water, uh, not when they're like when the ship's like, when she's trying to rescue him when he's handcuffed yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. she's kind of like wading through waist high water it's up to her tits her tits look amazing <laughs> every yeah. it's just cleavage and rack and tits throughout the whole movie yes it's the selling point it's totally the selling point now I'll tell you this that Kate Winslet now in my head little fifth grade Brian mm-hmm. I'm like rated R movies all have tits <laughs> Not true. Not true at all. <laughs> but that's what I think because right. I've seen Titanic. Mm-hmm. So I remember when the Nicolas Cage movie City of Angels came out. <laughs> now I would look in the news. See City of Angels. <laughs> I would look in the newspaper to see what was coming out and what was rated R. No way. And you were so addicted to tits, you had to find them <laughs> in cinema. Yes. Why did you just go? Why did you rent fucking Fast Times? I didn't know Fast Times had tits. Well, you also couldn't rent stuff from, if you're a kid, you have to have it with your parents and it's a thing. My mom rented me Revenge of the Nerds, which is just a tit <laughs> mania uh-huh. yeah. when I was like eight years old. <laughs> it was awesome. That's great. <laughs> so I was like all about tits. And I remember I begged my friend's mother when Cities of Angels came out. I was like, we should all go see City of Angels. <laughs> Why do you just go to your friend's parents? I think it may have been a thing where I don't want my parents to know. To know you're right. going after the tits. Yeah. So, so we all went to see City of Angels. And I don't, reme- I don't remember if there were tits in it or not. No, I don't think so. But I, I, I assumed all R-rated movies would have tits if they were romantic. That, that, was, a, that was a great movie, City of Angels. <laughs> that was I the rem- Goo Goo Dolls song. I remember, yep. this is slightly similar, I remember seeing Pulp Fiction, which is the movie that like changed my life as far as movie how watching. I feel about movies Same. and movie watching. Oh. And I loved it so much that I convinced myself that John Travolta was a great actor. So I demanded to you and a lot of other people. Michael, Michael, I knew it. <laughs> Michael is so fucking bad. <laughs> Did you ever see Michael Fever? No. John Travolta is an angel, and oh he's just wa- but he's like a regular guy angel. He's walking around. Oh. He's got but he's got big wings on his oh, back. Oh no. <laughs> oh, who do you like better as an angel, John Travolta or Nicolas Cage? Basically, the face off. Face off of angels. Who oh do you like better? God. When was Nicholas? Oh, was he City, City of, of angels. angels? He was an angel in that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's actually a remake of a German movie, Wings of Desire. Yeah. Mm. You bleed just to know you're alive because you have to jump off a building and kill yourself as an angel to become a human. What was up with like the Uh-oh. early 2000s? What are you showing like me? that? Like stigma? Am I looking at the drawing? I don't know. There was like a weird thing. <laughs> you show me the drawing here? Yeah. All right. It's clearly the Titanic. <laughs> but it only has two windows. <laughs> And I can only assume that's the iceberg. <laughs> that is the iceberg. But it looks like Homer Simpson with an afro. <laughs> you can kind of, I think I, I nailed that pretty, we're, we're pretty doing well. Brian's doodle if you haven't figured yeah. that out. Yeah, so that's a boat. I recognize that as a boat. Titanic had more than two windows, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it's an artist rendering. It's Brian Homer Simpson with an afro. 
Brian's iceberg to me looks like he try like when you're a kid and in your notebook you draw like dirty pictures and then you cross them out in case anybody sees them. <laughs> so it wasn't originally going to be the iceberg. That was me starting to do the Titanic. So and, I was right. And I was like this isn't working and then I turned it into the iceberg. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Do- you were just drawing. By the way, the, tits. the iceberg is is larger than the Titanic, which maybe it was. Probably yeah, was. it was. Yeah, yeah. But it's also completely out of the water. Like the water line below <laughs> below the water line is just like a little piece. Well, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like upside down. <laughs> so I guess we should get into. We the should movie. get into All it. Right, let's yeah. start the movie. Yeah, the ocean floor is terrifying. They let us know right off the bat. <sighs> Oh yeah, the rusticles. Well, we see, oh, we see scary. We see old timey sepia footage. Yeah, it's yes. cool. of the Titanic. Cool. That's the first shot. You hear the fucking song. No. <laughs> that song's good, James. No, it's that not. Song's good. All right, you like the, the song, song Brian? The, the the nice little melody. The melody's good, dude. Not my heart will go on. The actual melody. I, I like. know, but when they play the little themes of it throughout the movie, every time it happens. Yeah. The Celine Dion comes in your head, it and it's head, just yeah. like, this is so fucking cheesy. <laughs> it's a cheese fest. It it's a fest. cheese fest. Of course. Yes. I'm surprised he likes it, and I hate it, because... Well, we kn- I know he loves this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. but yeah. It was my I, pick. he yeah. always hates cheese. But in this movie, he's like, pile on the fucking cheese. Yeah. Well, bro, Beaver's well, also... I love a rom-com. Beaver is also a romantic at heart. Yes, okay. I love yeah. a good rom-com. <laughs> so if you give me cheese with romance, I can tolerate it. If you give me cheese with something that's supposed to be serious, mm-hmm. I can't tolerate it. <laughs> and romance shouldn't be that serious. But then the, the reason why I love this so much is you take that romance and that, that, that like cheesy, like wild fling kind of thing, throw it into something that is a tragedy, and it becomes something greater than it is. Which we'll get into. I think you you both missed it towards the end. I, so you know, I want to explain just on the romance. Let's talk about the romance for a second. Well, okay, we can talk about the romance. Um, it's it's interesting. obviously we're going to talk more about this, but yeah, Rose, <laughs> Rose is she's lived an entire life. Yeah, you know she's ninety something. Yes. yes, she has children, grandchildren. Yeah, she's. I'm sure she's had a husband. Uh, Should say it, Mister Calvert? Life. Yes, yep. lived an amazing life, full life, complete full life. Yes, her heaven, her version of heaven, is going back to a horrendous incident in her life where thousand, where over fifteen hundred people died, to fuck a guy she fucked one time on a boat. Yep. She's a piece of shit. Yeah, I will counter your no. argument. Here she had, she had a husband yes. and children. She lived with this man. For years and years and years, decades. Ma- decades. This man is in the afterlife, waiting to see his yes. love rose again. But she has to make a pit stop to fuck a seventeen-year-old. I on will. A- and I spoke I with count. my wife. And women find this to be a, a stunning romance. So I. Sp- Why are women like? This? So I spoke to my wife. I was like, "So if you died, right? <laughs> if you died, <laughs> and you're waiting for me in the afterlife, <laughs> and then I die." And I don't show up to you after we've lived together, we've had kids, all this. And I go, and I'm like, I want to be with a girl I slept with when I was 17 mm-hmm. years old. Mm-hmm. You would be like, that's cool. Awesome, Brian. <laughs> no, so I, I would will, be a uh, piece of shit. I wanted to, to counter this idea. That was more important than the life, the she, life built. she built. You, you guys are, are blew past the movie. Yes, I know. But everyone's seen it. It doesn't matter. I wanted to to <laughs> say this at the end. I guess I'll say it now to counter your arguments uh-huh. here. 
so throughout the movie, we'll kind of, I'll kind of bring a couple of ideas into this. She's an idiot, and she should have got on the boat because they probably would have both survived. But she didn't want to go back to her past life. She wanted to start a new life where she felt happiness and blah, 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 whatever, right? Yeah, we know. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. No, I, I, I let you talk. I let you talk. If you look at the end of the movie, uh-huh. Jack dies, spoiler, and she's lying in bed with her pictures. Yes. And it pans through all the pictures. And it's the things they talked about. The things the they talked about. Yes. So, Except she flew a plane for some reason. I'm flying, Jack. She oh, actually fuck. flew. <laughs> she went ice fishing. She, she rode, rode a roller horse coaster. On the beach she rode at the island. So she lived a life that was reflective and respectable to the sacrifice that he made. Because the only reason she was alive was because he died. Uh, he sa- so he sacrificed himself for her. Therefore, she lived a life full to, to the fullest amount. You're making a case for it. I'm not done yet, that. motherfucker. Lived her fullest amount, died happy. She goes into the afterlife. The only reason she had that life was because of him. She thanks him, and then on her way uh, no. to her husband. You're, there is no on her way to her husband. Right. Heaven was being on the Titanic. Heaven, yes. heaven was thanking him for sa- for giving her a whole life. No. I, I don't heaven know. was, I'm spending my eternity no, with it's, Jack. It's all, yeah. That's your interpretation. They make it I have clear a different that's her afterlife. I want to talk a minute about the movie The Notebook. Okay, sure, I've seen The yeah, Notebook. Notebook another, another world-renowned romance movie that women love, right? Yes. Yeah. Just like Titanic. Yeah. I have never seen The Notebook. I have seen The Notebook. However, it's good. I came home from work about a month ago, and my wife was watching The Notebook, and she loves The Notebook. So I got to see, like, the last 25, 30 minutes of it. Get, get him is here. What's up, get him? Get him <laughs> hates, hates The Notebook. Hates The Notebook. <laughs> Mo- Notebook's a good movie. Why did you wait for me forever? <laughs> <laughs> Notebook's a good movie. I, I saw the last 25, 30 minutes. And in that time frame, the woman, uh, Rachel McAdams gets visited by her mother. Uh-huh. Okay? And the mother takes her on a drive. And I guess the whole thing with her is that she doesn't approve of this guy. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. But she takes her on a drive, and she goes to, like, a work site. And they watch this older man shovel, like, coal. And she confesses to her daughter that she's been coming there for years and watching him because she had a fling with this guy when she was a young woman mm-hmm. before she was with the husband, her the Rachel McAdams' father. Yeah. And, like, I found that to be such a betrayal of her husband. I thought, this mom is telling her daughter about what a piece of utter garbage she is. <laughs> she shows, and it's supposed to be like this, oh, that's really sweet. No! It's horrific. <laughs> this woman betrays her family every so often and go wa- longingly watches a man shovel coal because <laughs> she used to like to fuck him. It's so fucked up. And women, and, I, and I'm talking this like while she's watching the movie and she hates me now. She's like, "Why well, you got to ruin everything. <laughs> this is how women think and it's fucked up. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> They don't think where it's like, it's like, what's important? What do you value? <laughs> Steven, defend the notebook. Go ahead. Well, uh, do you want me to yes. defend uh, Rachel? I don't like know. What, am I wrong in this? Well, the mother well, is doing it. Well, the mother's a different story. That's the mother why I don't is know. Do- 
the mother is doing it to show Rachel McAdams that like I didn't choose love. I, yeah, I messed I, cho- up. Yeah. I chose the money of your yeah. father when I should have been with the coal guy. Yeah. And she, and what, I, she hates and her father? Yeah, and I'm still not over the coal guy, so you got to go to your coal guy. It's the same story that you're seeing here. Like Cal How does Rachel McAdams not hate her mom after this? <laughs> what do you think, get him? Nicholas Sparks sucks. <laughs> Well, it's, it's kind of he wrote the he notebook, notebook and all that, he wrote same, a bunch of romantic it's the same story books. here, right? Like Rose has a choice to stay with Cal or go with Jack. Cal is the safe bet. That, well, that's why I thought of it, right? This. Like it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Only she didn't leave to go with Jack. She stayed with Cal, and she was miserable her whole life. That's the whole point. But she was. Oh God. Okay. Cal is not a bad guy. Cal's the fucking hero of the movie. Yes. <laughs> Cal is a good man. Jack is garbage. Rose is shit. <laughs> yes. Well, Jack is Jack. I don't have a problem with Jack. And Jack well, Jack's doing what he in. does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cal is a man who's having his wife stolen from him and getting cucked <laughs> left and right and being treated like he's shit. And all he's trying to do is save his fiance And be rich and provide for her. Yes. And yeah. then saves a child at the end that would have been killed. You know, uh, for years, for years, yeah. I thought he was a bad man yeah. who snuck onto the boat. No, that kid was crying by herself and was going to die. Yeah, he saved himself, but he also saved the fucking kid. I think she died. No, no she got in the boat with him. No, the boat here, capsized. Here, here. The boat capsizes, and he's walking around the boat hitting people off of it, remember? No, dude. No, he saves her. No, dude, that's how he gets... Cal gets on the lifeboat with the kid. No, I know, but as the boat's going down, they can't cu- they're trying to cut the rope, and it's it's kind of wobbling, and it almost flips over and capsizes. A bunch of people fall off. No, you're thinking of two different boats. No, it's the same boat. No, you're wrong. <sighs> yeah, you're wrong, Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that's why we got to go through this. All right, let's, all right. let's fucking do this. Yeah, we got to go in. Let's do the movie. We're still at the beginning of the movie. All right, so Bill Paxton is there, and he's like, April 15th, 1912, it crashed. They're <laughs> launching Duncan. Duncan rules. <laughs> from a Russian boat. I never realized it was a Russian boat before. Why? I don't know. Why have it as that? Get him, just sit down. <laughs> Hashtag Cal is a cad. Hashtag Cal is a hero. <laughs> All right, so get him. Yeah, you know what, listeners? Good idea from get him. If you are Team Cal, hashtag Cal is a hero. If you're on the side of truth and justice like me and Ant, and if you're a fucking cuck like Beaver, you can write hashtag Cal is a cad. I didn't say anything about him being a bad guy. We're just putting the words Yeah, in I didn't mouth. say anything. <laughs> All right. Hashtag Rose is a cunt. Sure, hashtag okay. Rose is good. We want both those hashtags. Let us know. You can comment on the He's Instagram and Twitter. You know what we can do? We can make a uh, a poll. Make a little poll. Oh, okay. Pick, yeah. You know? Good idea. <laughs> All right. All right. So Duncan they, rules. It's a little robot. Yeah, with that's hands. cool. And it's that's cool how robot. they did it. You know, like yeah. it, I remember when they f- when they used to do these Titanic documentaries every 15 minutes back then. It was always like the robot going around the ship, <laughs> looking at fish, looking at rusticles. I like they add fish is these, putting ice cream on his forehead. Like, sound effects. They show the piano and you hear a piano playing like ghosts, kind of. Yeah, I, it's I like very that cool. effect. It's very cool. Yeah, looks great. Yeah, very exciting. There's stuff. early foreshadowing. Yep. Watch the door frame. 
Yeah. As yes. they're putting the yep. probe through. Yes, yes, yes. So there's Snoop Vision, which is what the guy is looking through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought Snoop Vision is what happens when you get really high and you <laughs> see through the eyes of a 90s gangster rapper well, who now I, does kids' animated as, movies. As you know, in Girls Gone Wild commercials from the <laughs> mid-2000s, every so often... <laughs> Snoop would You're take right. control of the camera right. and things would get real wild. Yeah. <laughs> that was Snoop Vision, yes. right? Yes. That okay, was Snoop they'd Vision. sit on a couch and eat potato chips. <laughs> Sick. So they find the safe and it it's empty they with moldy papers. They a little too early. They're, they're all yep. popping champagne and it turns out... Nope, there's just some drawings. Yeah, how do you not open it before you make a fool of yourself? He pulls a Geraldo, and they even mention it. And they even make the reference, yeah. Yeah. So Bill Paxton, what do you think about him? Well, here's the thing with this particular Bill Paxton movie. It's the same thing as Twister. Yes, it's the same characters. It's the same characters. Yeah. He's got a ragtag group of science guys, but they're like crazy science. They're wild. <laughs> they're all talking about like boom. Yeah. <laughs> Guy curses. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the dusty of the sea. Scientists don't do that. They must be punk rock. The dusty of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> he has a smiley face shirt with a headshot. Yeah. And, uh, he's on TV for some reason. Is that not the Watchmen? No, the Watchman oh. is a bloodstain. This is a smiley face that got a headshot. Oh, okay. It looks like Watchman. At first, I Watchmen. at first I thought it was, but then I examined it, and it's yeah. not. So uh, we see an old rose uh, doing pottery. Well, they pull the thing out, and it's yeah. the, it's the drawing, right? It's the drawing, and then yeah. it's on, yeah, she's doing pottery. They show that we found it. By the way, women in their nineties—I've known a few of them—they don't do pottery. <laughs> they sit and they vegetate. They wait to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not only she's going to be, I think, a hundred and one. Oh yeah, you're right. She's not in the nineties. She's a hundred one. A hundred and one. Yeah, yeah. This is not mentally happening. still there. Can recall detailed information yeah. <laughs> about like, eighty years ago or whatever it is at this point. Eighty four years specifically. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so on the on the news, they show the sketch. That whore is me, sweetie. <laughs> the old lady is a horrible actress. She stinks. She stinks, right? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> She sucks. I don't know. Do you Does think she? she? Do you think it's a good performance? There's not a lot. <laughs> Every line of dialogue is so fake and artificial. She delivers dialogue like, like, <laughs> like she's an actress from the 20s. Do you realize that? Yes, you're right. She she well, talks like this. Well, she was an actress in probably she yeah. was probably an actress in the 30s. She was yeah. in The Invisible Man. The 1930s no Invisible Men. Well, that explains so much because that's that's her delivery. She's talking like this. Did you mean that we do it? Yes. Yeah. You better but you bet your bottom he, dollar we did. You know what line? You know what? <laughs> she actually delivered good. He exists now only in my memory. Like the last line is actually not bad. That she delivered yeah, that good. Right. He exists now only in my memory. Yeah. That's Yeah, you're gl- right. She's a 30s actress. That's yeah. Gloria Stewart. Mm-hmm. And it's fine when you're watching a period piece. Mm-hmm. But when I'm watching a movie from 1997. And she's talking like Amelia Earhart. <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just so artificial. Are you ready to go back to Titanic? They just throw her overboard. <laughs> so now, this is the framing piece of the movie. This is fantastic. This is everything. This whole shit. This shot is fucking awesome. No, I'm not. We're not there yet. I love it. We're not there yet. (laughs) It makes no goddamn sense. No one (laughs) in their right mind is flying this old codger out to this ship in the middle of the Atlantic. A hundred year old (laughs) woman. Yes. Woman. She's getting on a helicopter. And goldfish. 
Right. With goldfish and, and all, all this and luggage. All, all her yeah. belongings. Yeah, all her belongings. Yeah. They know nothing from her. Yeah. It's literally, she's flying to tell a story. They yeah. couldn't have done it over a phone. Yes. Nope. This would have been a phone call. And the entire time. Or they would fly out to meet her. Right. You know. And the entire time, they just go, yeah, we don't care about any of this. Shut up. Where's the diamond? <laughs> they don't care. They sit and listen for three hours. <laughs> no one's doing that. Captivated. Utterly captivated. Yes. Yeah. yes. In fact, when we first come back to them after the long stretch, they're all like gathered around. Oh, my God. They get you fucked in a car, you old lady. <laughs> they get more raptured with her. Every fucking yeah. yes. like yes. sentence. It's yeah. crazy. Human beings don't act. They like get it. lost in the story. <laughs> and like so you. do we. Because <laughs> if you at one point during the movie, you're sitting there like this is yeah, they're on the Titanic, this is happening, and it cuts back to a lady like, oh fuck, I actually forgot she was telling this. Like I completely <laughs> you, you forget that she's telling it because it's such a non-factor. You know? Would the movie have been better if they cut the modern day stuff out completely? I wondered that. I don't. I don't think so. You I need. You felt you needed. I it? think you need somebody telling the story and recount, recapturing what happened. Then because the story that's why doesn't work. That's why they're so enamored. If you need the framing device, then the story isn't good. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? So if you're saying that the story of Rose and Jack. And the Titanic is not good without the framing device. I think the whole... Then it's not good. The whole movie stands on its own without the framing device. Yeah. I think it could work. I think it makes it better. <sighs> I don't dislike the framing device that much. It just makes no sense. Like, it, it's lo lo yeah, you logically... Have to, you sure, have yeah. to jump through mental hoops to, to see people act like this. Like, it adds this whole thing with the diamond that nobody actually gives a shit about, like, as an audience member. It's a MacGuffin. Right. 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 Yeah. Because the movie's not about that. It's about the story we hear, right, from the her. love story. Well, it's isn't that also similar to her life? Doesn't that represent her life? The diamond? Right. Like, so there, there's this diamond that's worth millions of dollars that these people are all looking for. She was worth millions of dollars that everyone's looking for. And realistically, all they got was a love story. But they still were happy that they got that story. That's the whole point. Do you want to dance? Well, that's not in the movie. I know. <laughs> so, thank God we'll talk about that. We'll get there. <laughs> but no, that it, it's, there's a there's that parallel between the people looking for the money and she she's been through it. Uh -huh. So she came there to be like, oh, I, I know where the diamond is. Realistically, she's like, I'm about to tell you what is I actually important. I do like that you're here to try and give sense to the stupidity. Does that not make sense? It needs a it's defender. It's a good case. It's a good case. I'll give it to you. I made two good cases yeah. so far. So <laughs> I think you two are just cold-hearted. No. no. You Your other case you is garbage and love. indefensible. Yeah. <laughs> we get an amazing transition. This is the thing I was so talking about. So in the story, when she starts this talking. This was fuck. If you don't think this was an awesome scene, fuck the, you. It, the, it's been 84 years. It's been 84 no. years. Do you want to hear this story or not? Yeah. And then you get that, you see this rusty ship, of ship that just turns into this gigantic, like, CGI bustling mess. scene of... But it looks no, great. It, was, it, it, looks it wasn't great. all CGI. The ship was. The ship was, but you got a lot of practical yeah, yeah, yeah. effects here, which I, I think blended really well. And we get Billy Zane. Yes. Zane has Billy so Zane. many singers. He is the best thing in the movie. He's so good. <laughs> no, he's not. He's so good. Oh, no? Billy Zane. I like him. I like his character. His acting stinks. 
I he's agree. over the top and ridiculous through the whole movie. Ah, ooh, ooh, God, God himself, himself could, could not sink the ship. <laughs> She's over a hundred feet longer than the Carpathia Rose. <laughs> <laughs> you can be sh shrill about some things, but not Titanic. Every character is over-exemplified from what they are. Yes. Every character. Every character. Now, and does that fall on the director? Yes. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> but is it on purpose, is the question. Yes. He's directing them to do this. Yes. <laughs> He stinks in this. What else has he ever been in? Zane? Other than Zoolander. Uh, back Zoolander, to the Future. Back, yeah. Oh, shit. He's in Back to the Future 2. Phantom. Oh, no, 1. 1. one. The Phantom, He's right? 3D. Yeah. The Phantom. He's in Phantom. Oh, right. The Phantom. Yeah. He was a superhero. Yeah. Anything else? Mummy? <laughs> no, that was That's Brendan Fraser. No, no, no. The, the bad guy looks like him. No. He it's not him. him. Yeah. It's, oh, when he's bald. Yeah, it looks like him, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's in Tombstone. He's in a couple. Oh, he's okay, a that's a good movie. Yeah. He's in Back to the Future too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Zane. He's a household name now because of this movie and only this movie. Basically, yeah. listen to your friend Billy and Zane. Zoolander. He's a cool yeah. guy. And Zoolander. <laughs> Zoolander really. I love that line. Yeah. We get Kate Winslet. She's, oh gosh, now, she's gorgeous. In this. Kate Winslet is uh, right from the get-go. She's angry to be going on Titanic and back to America well, in chains. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, Titanic was a ship of dreams, but for me it was a prison ship bringing me back to America in chains. Yes. She's, I don't understand her plight, really. And maybe that's because I'm not it. a teenage girl. They explain it later in the movie. Yes. Her mother is basically making her marry Cal. Cal. Being forced to marry. So right, yeah. they so the they don't lose their family fortune. That's a yes. horrible thing. <laughs> yes. That's basically slavery. You're right. But like, this was not uncommon back then. No, no but that doesn't not. mean people liked it. You know what else is not you know what else isn't good? Starving to death from being poor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not good either, but that doesn't mean you have to enjoy it. Oh no! Look, I get why she would be upset about <laughs> yeah. that. I don't. I actually don't understand why anyone would be confused about that. Be, you know, you don't make until a case you here. just said it. I don't know if it ever clicked with me that she was getting married specifically for like like it was being pushed upon her. Well, like, they brush yeah, it over it for 90% of the movie, and right. it's mentioned briefly in one scene. Right. So if you're just watching Like this, the suicide that's coming shortly, the suicide attempt, we don't get any of that. Rose is- It's literally like she feels like she's caged because she's so privileged. Yes. That's, the, that's what they play the movie as. Yes. Yeah, she says she sees her whole life in front of her, and it's just the same thing like, on I'm repeat. just so rich it's and, and so repeat. well off- yeah. That I my must life kill sucks. myself. Yes. It's like, what? It <laughs> sucks having all this great art around me and everything yes. I could ever want. Right. Ugh, my life is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and that is like money doesn't buy you happiness. Kind I of thing. understand like, that. Like you, Bullshit. You're taking, like, <laughs> like the most basic principles of human existence don't apply here. I'm a, I don't understand that. How do you not see that? But it is is it not hard for you, as a man who is not of insane means, to be like, oh, poor little rich girl? Which is literally what she says in the movie to Jack. And that is correct. That is the correct stance to take. Well, no, yes. that's, that's because everybody that she's spoken to responds like that. 
where she's like, I actually am but not that's happy. The proper and it's like, response well, well, why are you not as a happy? Human you're being. rich. And it's like, well. It's not that she's not happy. She, she, it's literally she's upset because she's rich. She'd much rather be uh, the, the wife of a transient. <laughs> you know? I think it, she doesn't have freedom. If, all right, hold on, hypothetical. That's the problem. Wait, let's do a hypothetical. Jack and Rose both make it. Yes. They both live. There's no way this is lasting more than three hours. Okay, thank you. <laughs> they they would not have a good life together. They wouldn't, They she would never put up with it. She's not fucking gallivant, like just her, hanging out under a bridge. Her, her next husband, <laughs> her next husband isn't a transient. No. He's like a man who's a like businessman. businessman. She became an actor. She went and she did an actress, stuff. Yeah. Yes. She went to Hollywood. But you she know? lived her own life. I know she lived her own life. She could have went back to Cal. No, but she didn't want to go back to Cal. Right. So I she didn't that. want to be with him to begin with. Yes. <laughs> so And she wanted to do it on her own terms. Yeah. Great. That awesome. was the whole point of the But thing. Jack is a guy who wants to live under a bridge. And travel from town to town. And paint naked people. girls. Yes. yes, he he enjoys being free. She ain't doing that. No. She saw <laughs> she saw the life she wanted in him. That's all. She wants that freedom. She doesn't have it. And she's almost envious of that freedom. Not even almost. She is. Yeah. So to... But it's not about... But it's... She, she doesn't want freedom. She, uh, that's she wants... She wants to be with Jack. She's in love with Jack. It's yeah, and what he represents is freedom. Like, she's in love with that. It, like I said, if they make it, the ship doesn't sink. They're not staying no, together. They're not staying together for more They're not building months. a life together. Yes. Sure. Uh, hypothetically, you could say that. You could also say they're going to build a life together and he's going to get a job because he loves it. Like, you could, that's just bullshit. So Jack is going to die on the inside and give up everything he wants and believes for Rose. Maybe. Maybe. Possible. He fucking killed himself. More likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, Jack actually is the kind of asshole that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I quit drawing. I got a job at the office. I, I, I work at the mill. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Jack, we actually get introduced to him in a card. Game. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's and, talk and, about it. And the character that set my people back at least a decade. <laughs> yes. Uh, who is a better representation of your people? Pa Paolo in House of Gucci. <laughs> Or Fabrizio? Oh, Fabrizio. Me, I go to America! Fabrizio. <laughs> Fabrizio, I will, I will take Fabrizio over Paolo 100%. What about you? Pasta Vazul! Bastardo! I go to America! Because your mom's going to miss you. Oh my God. Uh, Fabrizio is so much worse. Okay. So much worse than Paolo. <laughs> Paolo's like an eccentric individual, you know? Fabrizio is a totem for He's all a Italians. Yes. <laughs> right. He represents the 1900s Guinea. This is what James Cameron yes. thinks of your people. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that version. <laughs> all right. What do you think of Leo's performance in this? I don't think it's good. It's not great. He is a teenager, right? How old is he in this movie? He, He's so His character or himself? Yeah. Well, his character is definitely a teenager. I don't know about himself. Well, is he? I don't know. How old is his character? Is he his 20? You could assume he's like 19, 20. He's, far she's more, 17. he's far more worldly than he could ever actually be in real life with his youth. Uh, you know? Living in Europe. Leonardo DiCaprio was born in 1974. 
So he is, let's say... Oh, so he's in his 20s. He's in his 20s, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's he's fine. I, there's no really standout moments where I think he's terrible, except the one scene... I mean, we're going to get to it, but I think it's... When he just when he's handcuffed to the thing and she's got the axe, yes, and he just keeps saying her name over Rose, and over, Rose, Rose, over, no, like he's not saying Rose, Rose, he's like he's saying sentences, but he adds Rose where it doesn't belong. Yes, why did why did they write it like that? What? Okay, yeah. Rose, you go over there, Rose, and come back here, Rose, and then yep. you take the axe, you practice with it, Rose, and then swing it again, Rose. Yup, one hundred percent. I noticed that as yeah. I was watching yeah. it. He kept saying Rose at the end of every sentence. Yes. Yeah. In that scene, yeah. Again, yeah. this is the writing and directing. Of yeah. James Cameron. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Again, people don't talk like this. Yeah. So then he's going to America they with Sven. And Sven punches his friend for losing. Yes. Yeah. Well, for betting with nothing. For betting, for betting the tickets. With, yeah. yeah, he bet the tickets. Yeah. Which he should be sucking his friend's dick. He will later. Yeah, like in like <laughs> a couple of days. So uh, yeah, He has to look at his friend at the bar with the black eye. I'm sorry. I'm you were right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up, man. I was in the moment, and, you know, you saved my life. <laughs> Guy's just looking at him. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, they're talking about the Picasso art, which is a joke for the modern audience. Yes. Yep. Uh, this, Won't amount to anything. This Picasso, and you're supposed to be like, ah, yes, he will. I know. I know Picasso. He becomes successful. Yes. And I think it also shows that his character, Cal... He's wealthy, he's rich, he comes from money, but he's not the savviest. Yes, you're supposed to see. Oh, he's a buffoon. He doesn't understand art. He doesn't understand art. Yeah. Yeah. Like me, you know, guy who's heard of Picasso once and never actually, I couldn't identify a Picasso if my life depended on (laughs) it. Oh, yeah. But I've heard that name, so I know better than Cal. (laughs) (laughs) Art is what's really important. (laughs) (laughs) And we get this cool uh, ship starting scene. Like in the boiler room, they're shoveling. Well, coals. before that, we oh, need yeah. Molly Brown. Oh, the unsinkable Molly, Molly Brown. What an annoying character. Molly Brown rules. Fuck you. <laughs> Molly Brown, uh, the real Molly Brown. Do you know how she got the name? She's I suppose a- I should save it for later. No, so, no right. I'll save it for okay. later because it does come into play. So there, the ship is leaving. Off I like Molly Brown. Yeah, I don't like good. her. The ship is leaving off the coast of Ireland. The ship left Southampton, which is in England. Southampton Dock. Yes. With a handkerchief <laughs> and a summer frock. Clings to her wet body in the rain. It went to Sa- it left Southampton, went to Cherbourg, and then to Queenstown, which is in Cork, Ireland. That's then, where my ancestors are from. And we skip all yeah, of that too. in the movie. We we warp from Southampton out to the mid-Atlantic. Yeah. Okay. If but we, they do mention that there no, were some stops, don't they? There was one stop. There are two stops in real life. No, in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. they, they show them, like, docked right. and waiting, and then that's about it. If we were, like, uh, the three of us were back then on the Titanic, because we would probably be in the engine room, right? We're poor. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not we're even. Not we're not even yeah. third class. We're aristocracy. We're shoveling coals into Oh, that you want to be part of the crew. I don't want to be part. <laughs> what else would we do? <laughs> I like to think I would get in an adventure with a rich girl. I'll stop your applause. And I would, I would be drawing her and sketching her. You can't her. draw. <laughs> That's what makes it funny. I really just want to look at tits. Um, yeah, all you do is just draw circles. Yeah. Circles. As far as, as Titanic. These and, are really good. <laughs> and the White Star Line is concerned. You you know, you've got these opulent first class, you know, accommodations that are just insanely just perfect for like this gilded age aristocracy, right? But oh, that's yeah. not the moneymaker on the ship. The ship is primarily an immigrant ship. Yes. There's 
over a thousand passengers that are just poor not not necessarily poor but there is a second class which is very overlooked you know <laughs> well no one cares about that yeah. Yeah. no one cares about the middle class right now um, i watch um the second class this is the third class and these are the primary customers of the white star line these are people in the, the bigger population the that yeah. you know they're may, they're booking passage from europe to america it's the age old you know but one story. first class passenger pays for what how much more, Pro- yeah, you know? The same as probably like, like 100. A th- yeah, exactly. Right? Like, crazy. So it probably evens out. When but again, the they're lies. spending a lot more money keeping the first class entertained, aren't they? It's the constant they brandy opulence. and cigars. debate and about that. Accommodations, the, the butlers. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you think about what like the presentations was for like meals and everything, like you said, like the, the mm. alcohol and that's all included. Uh, I watch and you do too. Uh, Tasting history with yes. Max Miller, great uh, show. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, give it a give it a watch. I give a little shout out to the guy; he's YouTube. great. He did an entire Titanic series. Okay, and he did the lower class passenger dishes, the middle, and the upper. Ah, the lower class dishes looked fantastic. This is very interesting. Yeah, it, they I'd looked like to go watch this. legit delicious to where it's like it's better than most of the stuff that we eat. The lower class. Mm-hmm. So just to give you a, a an idea of like how luxurious this oh, thing yeah, was because yeah for the lower class it was still pretty good what's the selling point of the titanic it's the most luxurious ship ever built right so even the steerage is pretty is good. above the steerage of, of another ship yes yeah know? i highly recommend giving that a watch it's it's yeah i'm really gonna check that out that yeah. sounds cool so i i did want to bring this up at one point have you guys heard the conspiracy theory i'm sure you have the u-boats that the titanic did not sink are you bringing this up because i told you about it or I didn't know you told me about it. When did you tell me about it? So my father believes this. And he, one time I went to his house and he just blurted it out out of nowhere. And I'd never heard of this before. Okay. I love this conspiracy. He just goes, the the Titanic never sank. Yes. What? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he sat. No fucking way. He sat me down and he made me watch like an hour long documentary about how this is an elaborate hoax. It was the Olympic YouTube YouTube yes. documentary. So there's a there's a sister. No, this was a professionally made thing that was on like the History Channel. Oh my so god! So there's a sister ship called the Olympic, yes. which they look identical. Yeah. And the theory is that slightly smaller than slightly Dark. smaller. The theory you never is know just looking at that J P Morgan. They were both at the same dock. J so P Morgan owns the White Star Line. Yes, to point that out. Yes, J P yeah. Morgan Chase owns the White Star Line. He switches the names of the two ships. Well, you need the backstory here. Olympic in when it was in New York. I don't subscribe to this by the way. Okay. I just know about it. It's interesting. Yes. The the Olympic was in New York, you know, weeks before the uh the Titanic's launch and it collided with another it ship. It had a crash. Yeah. And it was irreparably damaged. Well, not irreparably damaged. It was damaged to the point where fixing it would, would be, be astronomical. Would be too cost. Would cost more than the worth of the ship. Okay. So they limped it back to England. I believe Smith, Captain Smith, was the captain of the Olympic at he the was. time. He has a ter- he has a very spotty track record. He sucks. Yeah. He's like a disaster yeah. in like thirty years of service. So they brought it back to England, and rather than scuttle the ship, right. They switched the names. They put Olympic like a fresh Titanic. coat of paint on it. Right. They switched the names. The Olympic is now the Titanic and vice versa. Right. Nobody would know from the naked eye. Uh-huh. Now, it should be noted, J.P. Morgan Chase was supposed to board 
the Titanic that day. All his business rivals went on the call Titanic. Him Chase? J.P. Morgan Chase, right? That's the, that's the name of that's the bank. That's the modern company. It's J.P. Morgan. It's J.P. Morgan. The House yeah. of Morgan. It's a giant banking guy. I thought I thought he was also Chase. No, that's just that, that's when just they broke the monopoly. You know, in like <laughs> decades later, yeah, Chase. Oh, uh, I didn't bank. know. I didn't know that. I thought it was the same thing. Um, so, he was known for like consolidating floundering business. Like he bought all the railroads. He bought Carnegie mm-hmm. Steel. He bought um, the White Star Line. He tried to do in shipping what he what he had done up for for railroading, and yeah, he was supposed to be on the Titanic. He was supposed to be on the Titanic. Yeah, that I've heard. Hours before, he didn't get on. All his business rivals, He's the richest man on earth. Yeah. Yes, all I, his I've business heard rivals are on. John Jacob Astor and the ship sinks. Yeah, I heard this. And he's able to write it off mm-hmm. as a massive loss. So. In the thing I watched, they were saying that, like, the Titanic was supposed to sink and there would be, like, a ship waiting nearby to pick up everybody so that they didn't die. It was, it was a big insurance scam. Okay. Now, there is a ship nearby when the Titanic sinks. It's 17 miles away. away. It's called the Californian, the USS Californian. This is not in the movie at all. This really happened, and I will go into detail with this when we get to it. Okay. And I, I don't think many people know about this. The California. Yeah. I didn't know about the California. You're going you're gonna to find this interesting. Okay. <laughs> but I do find this to be a very interesting conspiracy theory that I personally love. It's very fun. I could totally believe. I could believe it. That's more believable than the U-boat conspiracy. For sure. I think so. Because yeah. mm. that just, no. Did you <laughs> like, know Titanic had another sister ship that was built after it? Britannic? Britannic. Yes. And that became a hospital ship in the First World War, and I believe it was torpedoed. Yeah. What do you think about the Andrea Doria? <laughs> I'm getting an erection to talk about this much transportation. I gotta say. <laughs> George. This is my dream come true. All right. So. We get the famous line. I'm the king of the world. Woo! Which James Cameron shouted when he won the Oscar for best director. He did? Yeah, it's so douchey. Oh, it's cringy. It's so cringy. <laughs> He's a cringe lord. Well, do you remember this is years ago? I found a video. I can't find it anymore. I've tried on Instagram. It was like some diplomat, a woman who's like had done like peace talks between I think like Palestinians and Israelis. And she was saying that she went into the room with these people and she got them to talk to each other and she credited it. They all saw Avatar. Yes. And James Cameron, she was telling this to James Cameron and James Cameron's just sitting there like, well, that makes sense. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I remember this. Oh my God. He's, he's a douche Lord, man. (laughs) So uh, interesting thing about this, James Cameron was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and okay. he explained about how like like his experience with the Titanic movie and the mm-hmm. fame, and how he actually did not make a lot of money off of it. No, at first, the studio like owned everything. Yeah, yeah. And I well, think- the filming was a disaster. Yeah, they were like behind and over budget. I think he needed like so many extensions on on it and everything that he ended up like giving up a lot of eight the million dollars he would have made. He yeah. gave up eight million dollars to. Uh, part of a salary just to finish the movie, mm-hmm. which paid off because he then took, you know, percentage well, points and it sure. made like a ton. <laughs> but he was ready to basically go broke to finish it. This was his dream. You know, this is passion. It's his passion project. Right. Yes. 
This is true art. All his all, as, as ridiculous as it is, it is true art. Avatar yes. is his passion project yes. too. His stupid blue cat movies. <laughs> They're his passion projects. <laughs> so now uh we're on the boat. Yeah. We're on the boat. He does the I'm the king of the world thing. And then you kind of see the contrast of her life now, right? Well, do we they find their quarters. The guy asks where Sven is. I always like that. Where's Sven? We say it like that, but it's not in English. It's <laughs> no, just it's not subtitles. Swedish, I yeah. say it all the time. Yeah, where's Sven? <laughs> but he doesn't say that. <laughs> the subtitles say it. <laughs> so then Molly Brown is being an annoying big mouth, and Rose is just being a complete bitch at dinner. <laughs> oh, she makes a dick joke. Yes, she makes a good dick joke. She makes a dick joke to yeah. Bruce Ishmay. What a pistol. Bruce Ishmay. He is the... Um, Chairman of the White Star Line. It's essentially his ship. Yes. He's the guy with the mustache that's like broken at the end as he's yeah, on the he's boat. Yeah, he's a Van Pelt right? from Juman. Okay, Van Pelt. Yeah. <laughs> basically credited for making the entire ship sink. He gets like, that reputation. Yeah. <laughs> Did When does the scene happen? It's not yet where he's talking to Captain Not Smith. yet, no. So we'll, we'll talk about We'll get there. But I noticed that I think Billy Zane was wearing eyeliner, and I'm pretty sure he was. I couldn't keep looking. Like I, I swear to God, I think calling Billy Zane a dandy. He was a little feminine in the movie. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Are you saying hashtag cows a dandy? I might have to say it. Yeah, I might have to. Not my cow. My cow's Uh, a man's man. We immediately we're supposed to love Mr. Andrews. Yes, you do. Yeah, he's he's good. He's great. We all love Andrews. He's the designer of the ship. He he's the head engineer. He, um, he, they definitely portray him as being someone who tried to prevent disaster at every cost, and he was just overruled. That's what they, they say in the movie. I don't know if that's the, the case. Well, he in real really life. wouldn't have had a say in any of that. Well, he know? designed the ship. He did design the ship, but he's, he's not in charge of how, who's running it and, and what it's doing, you know? No, he, on, on, uh, later on on the deck, he says he wanted to create lifeboats that stacked. But mm. the, the administration said it was too cluttered. Yeah. Um, so he would have saved of the, all their lives, I think basically. They're like walking around the ship, and Rose points out the yes. lifeboat situation. So here's the, the vaunted lifeboat thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is later. It's later. Yeah. We're is just, it? Yeah. It's yeah. way later. We'll, oh, okay. we'll get there. Right. But, but we can then. talk about it right now. Well, the, the lifeboat thing. Yeah. There were enough lifeboats for less than half of the people on the ship. Yeah. It was completely legal at the time. It's This was not a violation of any kind. Yeah. And the thinking behind that was you have all these modern engineering feats, things like watertight doors and such, which we'll get into later, that are supposed to slow down how fast the ship will sink. So theoretically, you will only need the lifeboats long enough because the ship isn't going to sink so fast that you can't get help. You can be rescued. Right. Right, So another ship will come. And you'll use the lifeboats to ferry over. That's what they're for. Right. They're not for to like survive on. Right. They're to get just put people on so that they can get to another ship. Boy, were they wrong. <laughs> In the end. And this led to a lot of laws changing. <laughs> and we have Rose kind of like walking out of her little dinner party or Yes. And brunch. Jack sees her for the first time and he's just yep. staring at her. In that moment he's like I'm have gonna- angels fly out here. Uh- <laughs> Tommy's great. <laughs> Token Irishman. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> we have representation here. <laughs> he knew in that moment he, he was going to get it. He's like, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get it in on her. Yeah. <laughs> so say then, whatever he has to say. So then later that night, he's laying on the ship, smoking a cigarette. 
Yes. And being cool. He's being looking cool. like a Backstreet Boy because it's 1997 <laughs> and he has that fucking haircut. Yep. <laughs> and Rose is going to jump off the ship. Yes. You yes. jump, I jump. It's an iconic scene. Yes. Yep. yep. She the propellers. Slips. She yes. slips and he catches her. Uh, after a little conversation about how cold the water is, which kind of... Um, it's foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing. foreshadowing. And it, it yes. actually sounds really, really scary. It's a great plot. It's like a great setup. Have either of you ever been on a cruise ship? Yes. No. You have, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, me too. I went on one cruise. At night, it's fucking terrifying. Did you make Titanic references? Of course. The whole time. I mm -hmm. said I'm the king of the world. Oh, you did? In the front? In my defense, I was not even 18 years old yet. <laughs> I was, I think, 15. <laughs> 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 I think it would have been funnier if he just let her go. Just uh, <laughs> just dropped her. Just dropped her. <laughs> Butterfingers. I'm involved now. Involved now. I'm so fucking cool. And you get uh, <laughs> They fall over, she yells, people, "What's all this? What's, What's all, all this?" this <laughs> they think he's trying to rape her. Yes. Yeah, rightfully so, too. And he's going to he be fell arrested. so suddenly and yet you had time to remove your boots. And your coat. Mm, jacket. It's <laughs> like, oh, this guy's smart. Spicer. <laughs> Spicer Lovejoy. <laughs> what a name. What a name. General Chang. <laughs> also, uh, the bad guy in Tron. Yes. I don't He's, think I've never seen Tron. He was there off four lights. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Recently oh, passed nice. away. Yes. Uh, Every morning, time please. I see you, I'll just see a little, little boy. <laughs> Fucking David Warner. Not Joe. Was he General Chang? No, he was Chancellor Gorkin. Gorkin. <laughs> Do you remember at Dave and Buster's yes. one year on my birthday? I This a, was unbelievable. I won a plaque using tokens of Chancellor Gorkon. <laughs> and this is like 2010. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is there just a plaque of Chancellor Gorkin? <laughs> He's the best hope for for peace in our time. <laughs> so women and machinery do not mix. Yes. Well, and the boy's a hero. The boy's a hero. Go for yourself. <laughs> and I gonna, love that guy. They're going to give him money, and they decide to invite him to dinner. Yes. Now, about this dinner scene. Yes. Are we supposed to just hate them because they're rich? Are we just supposed to not like yep. these guys? I like them. I don't think that's the case. I think you're not. You're supposed to hate Cal and the mother. The rest of the people are just kind of there. They're going to go have brandy and cigars, assholes. <laughs> well, she oh, doesn't they're like They're going to relax. <laughs> she doesn't like They're going to talk about politics. And Ugh. business. What pieces of shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, she says it's a routine. So what? No, she's just, it's like a joke. Like, <laughs> this is the routine. This is what they're going to do. Right. This is what they're going to do. And she's right. That's what they do. You know, like that's all. It's just yes. showing that she doesn't like the routine. That's all. Well, I, I love real quick. Rose is I proven, love defending this. Rose <laughs> is proven to be a liar almost immediately. Well, she lies to Cal. Well, before that, one of the first things she lies to Bill Paxton, too. She says, I only ever wore the heart of the ocean once mm -hmm. in that picture. We see her wearing it after Cal gives it to her, trying it on. So she wore it twice. She wore it twice. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> she's a liar. She cannot be trusted. By the way, she's an unreliable narrator. We're getting this from Rose's perspective. You're right. You're right. Billy Zane could be an even better guy. <laughs> and she's just besmirching him because she remembers and it she's this also way. 100. And she's justifying her awful behavior. <laughs> So, 
I'm not gonna lie, that diamond's mess. I would open my heart to fucking Billy Zane right there for that diamond. You kill him. <laughs> Actually, money or not, I would open my heart to Billy Zane. He's great. So she says she doesn't want to be around Philadelphia society, and who could blame her? Because if they win a championship, they're gonna have to eat horse shit. <laughs> Rose, as you could see, the Eagles have won the Super Bowl. Please eat this turd we found on the street. Come on now. It always comes it's back high class. Philly. It wouldn't be from the street. Yeah. <laughs> be farm fresh turd. Yeah, it's the finest horseshit this side of the Schuylkill River. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, so then she sneaks off with Jack to go to the Irish so party. His last name. You no, you're going way too far. So the, uh, he shows her the naked French girl sketches. Yes. And then he shows her how to spit like a man. Oh, I hate this. I lo- <laughs> she opens up the book. It's just tentacle porn. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, you're he's a, a great artist. He's a wonderful Jack. <laughs> <laughs> The way you have the anime girls with giant tits. I love that this one is every hole filled by tentacles. You see people. I love that you've put a Japanese businessman with a thought bubble going, ho, 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 ho. And he, he's kind of testing the waters here, like, you love him? Like, who says that? <laughs> he is being very rude. He's, yeah. he's trying to get it in quick. He's like, he's prodding to see if she's willing to sleep with him. Like, right off well, the he, he She's eating it up. Though. He knows she what is. he wants. Yeah, she yeah. loves it. Yes. She loves oh, getting yeah. the attention. Yes. She loves flirting on the wrong side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. If Here's my thing. If the ship doesn't sink and everything goes together, she has the fling with Jack on the ship. Mm-hmm. And then in like three weeks, she's begging Cal again. I don't yeah. think I don't know about Ben. Uh, no, but no, probably we, go off to do her own thing. Her life wouldn't have been much different. Just Jack would have been alive like, if, if the it. ship didn't sink. Well, yeah. the shinking of the ship reveals to her in her fucking warped little mind how <laughs> evil how, that Cal, that Cal and her mother truly are. You know, trying to save her life. <laughs> <laughs> Every opportunity trying to save her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even when Cal can be like a self-serving douchebag and just get away. Still tries to save her. Still tries to save her. Still tries to save her. After she fucked another man. That says it all. After she fucked another man. She fucked another guy. End of story. Cal is a better dude than me. Totally. Because I would would be throwing her into the ocean. (laughs) He put the coat on her. Is he just trying to get the diamond back? He doesn't know. Yes, he does. That was a mistake. That was a mistake from him. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But Mm. he doesn't know at that point when he goes back to save her. Oh, no. Uh, no, 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 no. Maybe. Well, yeah. we'll see as we Whatever. get through it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just so playing devil's Molly, advocate. So Molly dresses up Jack in a tux. No, yes. you're going too far. After no, the not. spit scene? Yep, yep. You're going way too far, sir. All right, what are we forgetting? Push the engines. Now oh. you get that line because it's important. Okay, so Bruce Ishmay has a meeting with, with Theoden yes. King. Theoden King of Rohan. <laughs> <laughs> I would see <laughs> you smile more. Darker than the day since late. <laughs> An iceberg is rising in the east. <laughs> Don't say this thing. Say this other cool thing, like Theoden. <laughs> Theoden rules. <laughs> she, he tells him 
that the White Star Line wants to make headlines. And yes. how's it going to do that? By breaking all the speed records. By getting there a day early. So they want to push the engines to max out, even though there have been ice warnings. Yes. And he does it. So now they're full speed ahead, and it's dinner time. And he knows it's going to be dangerous, because if you're going too fast, you can't get out of the way. Quick little thing about this conversation. We do not know if it ever actually took place. Hmm. I don't know if you guys are aware, but after the sinking of the ship, there were two inquiries made into the whole event, one in the United States, one in Britain. And Bruce Ismay was put on trial in both of them. Real quick, where is White Star supposed to be? It's based out of England? It's an it's a British company that was acquired by J.P. Morgan. Okay, so it's transatlantic. Yeah, but it's, it's a British company. Okay. Even though at the end of the day, the House of Morgan owns it. Mm-hmm. The own, this story about him saying that he said this to Captain Smith to push the engines comes from a woman who was sitting at a table nearby and wow. overheard the conversation. It's gossip. It's gossip. There's no way of knowing if this actually took place or not. What happened on Ismay's now, trials? He was they found they could not prove that he had done anything to contribute to the sinking of the ship. He was cleared of everything, but the public just decided he was the villain. And that story has come down for over a century now. He's the face of, like, the evil, you know, capitalist guy who's, like, trying to fucking ruin everything. Do you view this as, like, evil? Profit over safety. Profit over safety. Well, I mean, he's trying to do something. They had ice warnings, and they didn't heed them. They were still moving into the ice field in the middle, in the dark. You know, mm-hmm. there's a good chance the Californian actually contributes to this one. that ship I was talking about before. We'll get to oh, it. Yeah. I'll get. I'll wait. I'll wait till it starts singing before we talk about that. But there's something else I wanted to say. Ismus. Is, uh, Donna. Donna Smith. Captain. Don Imus. Don Imus. <laughs> now Bruce Ismay. Well, yeah, he he went back to England and lived and lived his life, but he was branded a coward forever. Okay. Right. Why? Because he didn't go down? Because he got on the ship. He got on the lifeboat. lifeboat, Why does that make him a coward? He's not the captain. Because he he played a part of a a woman or child. His life doesn't matter? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm of George Costanza mindset. (laughs) Like in the episode with the fire, he's knocking children and (laughs) old ladies out of the way. Brian dresses up as a woman. <laughs> get on that ship. <laughs> oh, save himself. I'm a woman. <laughs> so we get the uh, dinner scene. Nope. What's What's next? Now it's teaching me to ride like a man and spit like a man. And I said I gonna, did the spit scene. No, that scene. scene's now. No, the spit. I did the spit scene. Well, I mean, we mentioned it. You I mentioned hate. it, and I told you to stop because you right. went too far. All right, good. What now you it's say? the now it's the spit scene. And I the, hate the spit scene. It's gross. It is a little gross. Yeah. <laughs> But they say they're going to ride the roller coaster so they puke and ride horses like a man and spit like a man. And they, they start talking about all these things they're going to do I when they get back. I guess this is important because this, this tells us about that photo montage later. It, yeah. It's a, it's a glimpse into what she wants from life. Right. You know? And he can give that to her as opposed to Cal. When the mother and her, all her friends show up behind them... Jack has spit on his face. Yes. Yeah. And it's gross and I don't like it. He's a gross man. <laughs> yeah, he's a, gross, he's man. a gross hobo. Yeah. Now you get the scene where Molly's like, You're you're coming into the pit. I gotta give you the suit. She gives him yeah. the suit and then we have the dinner scene. Yeah. Yeah. And he's waiting and leaning. And he, he shines re- up like a new penny. He realizes that's an insult, right? You shine like a new penny. You look good, but you're still fucking worthless. No, that's not that's not what it <laughs> no. means. It's like No. You look good. You look good, like a new penny. Everybody yeah. likes a new penny. 
It's worth Especially it. back then. Yeah, not back then. It wasn't worthless. You'd go to a Nickelodeon if you wanted uh, to. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess that's like you know, I sh- clean as a new dollar. Then right? Maybe yeah, it looked like a million bucks. A million bucks. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Today it doesn't doesn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like working on his posture and all this. Yes. And we get one of my favorite lines from Billy Zane: "A real man makes his own luck." <laughs> Surely you agree, Jack. Oh, yes. Yes. These these sets are fucking astounding. And Jack gives this fucking ridiculous speech about the nature of life. And He's Andre from My Dinner with Andre. Yeah, he's Andre from My Dinner with Andre. Just a pompous asshole who bragging about how great it is to be a hobo. You could tell Boomers wrote this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Being a transient yeah. is great. Yeah. You get society, the freedom of the sun, man. Society, not everyone who wanders man. is lost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's this van down in the woods, bro. That's all you need, man. Who cares about having roots or a family or life <laughs> or a civilization? <laughs> Let's now, throw this, out all traditions. This part, <laughs> this part, uh, actually bothered me. It sucks. No, after the dinner. I actually liked the dinner scene because it's like, oh, look, he's clearly like a child. He's not an adult. Exactly. That's what but it is. So, but we as the audience are supposed to be on his side. But not you as an adult man see it and go, yeah. this is a dumb This is a yeah. dumb view of life. Not yes. necessarily. You, <laughs> this we is see a that. worthless person who's going to yeah. contribute nothing. Right. We see <laughs> that, but then you see the young girl who's enamored by it, where we know better, but she's enamored by it. Mm-hmm. She wants that life. Right. You know? And... But this this goes back to what I was asking before. Are we supposed to hate them because they're rich? Yes. I don't think so. Yes. I just think it's... They're rich, so any... they're bad and irredeemable. Right. They don't understand so. how you're really supposed to live. The real value of life is to be an artist, and that's all that really matters. Right. And that is what like the movie is saying, specifically in relation stupid. to Jack. Yes. This and- is clearly Boomer Cameron hippie shit. <laughs> yes, it is. 100%. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. so Jack slides a note to Rose. Yeah. Meet me at the Meet clock. me at the clock. Mm-hmm. That I like I'll just go back to what I said before. The set is so fucking good, dude. And it's absolutely it's perfect so to the accurate. Ship. It's insane how accurate it is. Cameron was wild with he this. He fucking he, he nailed hit, it. He hit everything out of the park yeah. visually. You have to give that to him. I've it's never like, taken wow. that away from him. That's not my problem with him. He can make a pretty picture. Now, this was my problem. He goes, you want to go to a real party? Motherfucker, you just have the best cuisine probably in the world at this point. He doesn't appreciate any. fuck yourself. He would be jumping for joy. Dude, I would be you enamored. Right. I wouldn't want to leave that room. I don't like caviar. He's eating his yeah. bread all cool. Like <laughs> Talking yeah. with his Imagine mouthful. taking like a teenager and putting him in that atmosphere, how terrified they would be of everything. You're not going to be cool guy. I want to uh, bring up something from my past. Do it. I, I don't I don't like talking about, but I will. This is when you were molested. No, <laughs> I had to go to a business Christmas party in California once because I worked on Wall Street and I was sitting at a table with a lot of millionaires. Basically, the exact scene that you saw, I had to do. Yeah, but I, I, I imagine the modern millionaire is not nearly as stuffy and uptight as the, you know, 1912. Definitely one. not. <laughs> Definitely not. But me being a teenager looking like sure. I was just got out of a fucking concert, right. like I had long hair yeah. and like I, I wasn't dressed to the part, you know, mm-hmm. I was very uncomfortable. 
and I wasn't sitting there like no, you were whipping quiet. my dick around. Right. I was quiet, reserved, and only spoke when spoken to. Right. <laughs> but you aren't an artist, man. You don't no, get it, man. You not. needed to tell these Wall Street stiffs these fat yep. cats. about what it's really like I messed to just up. I messed live. Up. <laughs> I should have threw bread at my boss's face <laughs> and been like, yeah, you only live once, bro, and like shit like that. Right. I messed up. So then we get the steerage party, which looks fun. It's looks how like the plebs great, live. Looks like a great time. Yeah. I am a sucker for an Irish tune. I it, love it. Oh, it's yeah, me great. Too. Me too. The Irish are, as a musical people, unstoppable. Did everyone river dance in 1912? Yes. Everyone did, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> Let's they, bring it back. They all yeah. listen to the Celtic women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they have the PBS special yeah. on loop. The Pogues are down there themselves. They're just rocking. <laughs> <laughs> They're singing fairy tale in New York, but the non-edited version because it came out in 1997. <laughs> Brian, on your cruise ship, did you uh, make out with any artists? Mel? Mel? No. Oh. I definitely had a teenage uh, love affair. Did you? On your cruise ship? On my cruise ship when I went on my cruise. You met a, you met a young You lady? had the real Titanic? I had a real Titanic experience. And you haven't brought this up yet? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Right up now. Let's hear it. All right. So it was a Disney cruise, and I was a sophomore in high school going into junior year. So I was I was 15 turning 16. And did you go on this cruise looking for love in the back of your head? No, you wanted to see Mickey. I I really just wanted to have fun. It was a family trip. Like the girls. Yeah. My <laughs> my <laughs> It took me a second. <laughs> my family was going with our family, who I used to be really close with. Like, he was like a brother to me, my friend. And we went, and he was a little older. So they, they broke the ship down into different areas. They had, like, adult land, where it was, like, where adults could go. That's where everybody's topless. Yeah. <laughs> they had, First class. They had, they had teenage land. Second class. Mm -hmm. And then they had, like, little kid land, right? Yeah. And I was old enough to go into to teen land, uh -huh, but my friend was one year too old for teen land. So he couldn't even go in he there? He couldn't go in there, and he was one year too young for adult <laughs> land, so he had so nowhere he, to go. limbo man? He's in limbo. So That doesn't make any sense. So we he were- went to adult land. They would have let him. No, nah, on a Disney cruise, hell no, oh, especially no. back then. Why couldn't they let him in the teen land? They just wouldn't do it. That he was too old. And he's going to touch the kids. So, how do they have this? What how could mean? they have a gap year? <laughs> they just do. Why do you lie? Screw those kids. You have like a band. You can't. Oh, <laughs> sorry. You're 17. You're not allowed to do anything you, on this. Yes. Just sit there and do nothing. <laughs> so, oh, you got the, you got a 17, huh? That sucks. Yep. Wasted your money. <laughs> <laughs> so, he got off the boat at one of the stops. And never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't he, blame him. He he bought vodka because he could buy it on like one of these Caribbean islands. Okay. And he <laughs> smuggled the vodka back. Nice. And me and him got shit faced. <laughs> and I think this is the only time in my life I got pass out drunk. Mm -hmm. And my parents, they woke us up and I was all incapacitated. <laughs> 
I'm seasick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they knew because the vodka was everywhere. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't see him, but he got so drunk and vomited and went to the bathtub and tried to wake himself up, and he just had the bathtub running as he laid in it. Just drowning? And, like, the water was <laughs> flowing into the room as he passed so out people, drunk. <laughs> the water goes under the door, and people in the halls like, we're sinking! <laughs> <laughs> Put your life decks on. <laughs> Immediately, just an old it couple gets on the bed out. together. And <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. <laughs> huh? See your pals. <laughs> band starts playing. Yeah, 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 it's a band playing. <laughs> Zippity doodah. It's all slow and shit. <laughs> False alarm. <laughs> So my friend's mother lost her shit and paid for a helicopter to come to the cruise what? ship and had him helicoptered out, paid tens of thousands of dollars. No fucking way. Because yeah. he got drunk? Yeah, you yeah. Know this, this may person. be a bit of an overreaction. I think I know who it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> went ape shit, had him par- like hella heat away. Where does this fit in with your love story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot where who you're going with this. I'm giving the full details of the thing because we're doing it. So after this, I was grounded, right? And some of the teens had seen me in the teen place, right? Uh-huh. But n- they hadn't seen me for a bit. So then after like a day of being punished, I was allowed back out. Uh-huh. And it was like, where were you? I was like, you know, I kind of got grounded because we got so drunk. Oh, oh badass. Exactly. And my <laughs> friend had to get hellied out. Hellied? <laughs> yeah. And they must have seen the chopper. Yeah. So, so at, <laughs> How do you not? at first, there was a girl from Staten Island on the cruise. Oh, wow. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I'm going to get with this girl. Then when we get back to Staten Island. When we go get married. She said, be my girlfriend. <laughs> like, you know, ride the roller coaster to It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, the girl was not having me. Uh-huh. And I was like bummed. And then me and my friend got drunk. Then this other girl, she got into me because I'm a bad boy now. Mm. I'm a Stan Island guy. I got my spiky hair. I'm oh, a yeah. rebel who just got drunk. Right, yep. And, Brian Rupert, team and you, you know, we fucking had a uh, a two day long uh, romance you on the uh, Disney cruise. So, how many modes of transportation were you in when you had sex with her? Was it a boat, a car? Yeah, now we're in the 20th century. Was there a plane on board? Oh, there's a helicopter. <laughs> helicopter, yeah. yeah. There's a helicopter, yeah. You can hell him. I just got to do this. <laughs> it was a Disney cruise. You might have had like a piece of a ride that you could have sat So in. we uh, we got a pretty teacup. hot and heavy inside an elevator. You made out with her. Mm, yeah, and there was I, a I lot of groping it. and touching. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, all nice, sorts nice. of uh, finger banging and things really? like that. Really? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, this nice. was like the last night of the cruise, and like nice. shit was wild. And <laughs> How come you didn't go all the way? Didn't have enough of days. I, oh, did you? I didn't have enough days. We did not go all the way. I was a younger man, mm-hmm. and I just didn't have the confidence right. to like push for that. Wow. But you know, it happens. Either you way, her name. You don't have to say. It. Do you remember her name? Yeah, I do. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, well I, so when fair. you go all to fair. heaven. You can go find out. I am going to do. look for her right away. Right. I'm going to like leave my wife and like yeah. now, now that you're reminded of that love, you remember now. You're that's like you agree. This is that's your Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so would you have sacrificed your life for her at that moment? I would have done anything. No. <laughs> I well, I will tell you that 
we were like getting so hot and heavy in the elevator, like in teenage groping, that like the captain of the ship, like I'm convinced he saw it on a security camera. Uh-huh. And it's like three in the morning on the cruise. Nobody else is around. And he hits our elevator and like we come down. The doors open and the captain's like standing there. Oh, God. And we're like, oh, you know. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a block. What a scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> captain was not having it. He was trying to join. But, so I, I am. It's too a- bad the lookout couldn't see inside the elevator and just check it. <laughs> hey, oh, he goes to his friend. Hey, look at that. They're keeping yeah. warm. <laughs> <laughs> we hit an iceberg even though we're in the Caribbean. <laughs> wow. It's amazing how much life imitates art, isn't it? <laughs> Anyway, so one of the worst scenes in the whole movie. What, the the dance? Is when she goes on her tippy toes to show off to everybody. I like that. Tough men. Everybody is like, oh. I'd be impressed by that. It's impressive. I don't know if you'd be like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. They do give it a little more than it deserves. Yeah. They're also, like, hammered. Yeah. If you were to do that in front of me, hammered, I'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd react the same You'd way. You'd think that all those Irish people down there would just hate her instinctually. Was this an English woman? <laughs> <laughs> but she, well, she's American. All Irish. You're right, and she's American. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're not but sometimes Irish. she's English. Yeah. <laughs> her right, real accent shows right. up a couple like times. Deanna Troy. Exactly. <laughs> so the next day, Billy Zane is having breakfast, mm-hmm. and, he's and he flips shit. Right, and well, because Spice of Lovejoy was watching them. Yes. Yeah, rightfully yeah. so, he should be pissed. This is the most justified man I've ever seen in anything ever. Yes. <laughs> She's running around with a homeless hunk. Yes. Yeah. And trying right. to cuck her husband. Yes. And he, his response is he throws a table. Yeah. Completely reasonable man. Yep. Yes. Yeah. He yells at her, says, why are you doing this? Don't do this. You're humiliating and me. And throws a table, and the people around act like he might as well have shot her in the toe or something. Like, <laughs> like he, he, like, it's played like the worst thing that's ever happened. He's a monster. Yeah, he's out of control. <laughs> I've never he's agreed. He's restrained. I've never agreed with a guy so hard before. <laughs> What do you think, Beaver? He How showed you, complete no, no, restraint. I, I, I wrote in my notes, Zane has every right to be angry. Yeah. <laughs> like, but at the same time, why do you put up with that and not just be like, get the fuck out of the room? Like, kick he her out. He loves her. To, right. I think, I think if you're Zane, Zane, I think in most situations, would be like, you're out. I'm right. done with you. But... He also has a streak of pride in him. Yes. He doesn't want to lose to Jack. I also believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Do you think he loves her? I think he does. Me too. It's hard to say he yes. He clearly does. He tries to save a life over yes. and over again. It's, yeah. He tries, to do the, he tries to do good. He's not a completely evil person, obviously. But there's a point at the end where it says he married and got his, his inheritance. Yes. Sometimes in order to get your inheritance, you actually have to be married. And I think he was trying to get married quicker. They never say that. that. You, you're, you're. Am I thinking too much into it? Yeah, you're Not extrapolating. You're, you're just trying to come up with things that aren't there. You know, like, no, I, that I, is a possibility. But if right. it were, if it were, it's not said. If it were consequential, they'd say it in the movie. Well, that's the thing they mentioned at the end, real quick. And I was wondering if that was what they were connecting, because they he, they say like, oh, he married and got his inheritance. Right. So I was like, oh, I wonder if that was a connection that was supposed to be there. I don't know. I. It was a little piece. So it's the By the way, old lady Rose is so happy that he killed himself. Yes. Oh yeah. 
she's thrilled. She's she like, was kind of uh, like, nah, whatever. Nobody was happier about Black Tuesday than Rose. <laughs> She's well, a terrible, terrible woman. She's garbage. Yeah. Rose is a horrible person. And her biggest sin we haven't talked about yet. I'm sure we've We're all drawn the there. same conclusion. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> now you actually find out that like they're at, they're in destitute. They have a ton of debt. They need to marry to survive. This is the where they're doing the corset. Which let's bring those back. Bring back corsets. We got to bring back a couple of things from this film. Mm-hmm. We got to bring a cigarette cigarette holders. I like those. Cigarette holders are great. Yeah. I would probably smoke more cigarettes if I had right. one of those. Yeah. Okay. We need corsets back. Well, the next morning, Dawson shows up, Jack. Hold on. What's the other thing? You had three things, right? There's a couple of things we need to bring back, yeah. I like corsets. Yeah, me too. They're cool. Cigarette holders. I had one more. I think it was... Slavery. (laughs) 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 Okay, moving on. Yeah, you win. No, what would you say? I don't remember. It was something. No, you really need to say it, please. (laughs) No. Nope. Because that's a good joke, and I want to be able to keep it. It's there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... So the next morning, after like the table sequence and all this, Jack shows up at church, like stalking her. Yes. Where does this guy get off? He, he's like decided I'm ruining this relationship. But like I can't fault him for that. He sees an opportunity. He's gonna take it. He's trying to sleep with her. He is yeah. what he is. Yeah. You know, he's he doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about her. He's trying to get laid. Well, maybe he does. I don't or does know. did he fall in love? That's, yeah, I mean, we I don't guess, know. I guess he's in love, and yeah. this is him. I'm not giving up. You it's know? a whirlwind love romance yes, on a boat, Romeo and Juliet yeah. with consequences kind of thing going on here. Mm-hmm. And they're on a boat. Yeah, very romantic. You can't boats. really go far. You can't get away. Yeah, but you know what? I think boats are like the where are you gonna of, run? Of where are you gonna run? You're not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> you know, like you you take a lady on a boat. Yeah, ask Lana Wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at the last. <laughs> <laughs> Reference from 1960. Come on, that's a good joke. <laughs> Look at the last movie we watched, House of Gucci. They went on a boat. Did they go on a boat? Yeah, yeah they did. They went on a boat. And that sealed love. the deal. Tunnel of love. Yeah, You're on a boat. Tunnel of love, boat. Yes. Yeah. So. Amistad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So, oh, love. <laughs> so, so they're singing like in church. Yeah. Right? And it's like this creepy people who die on the sea song. Those who perish on the sea. It's I wasn't like, paying well, attention to what they were saying. him about sea travel. It's creepy. I don't remember so, the lyrics. So now we get the lifeboat scene right after this. Oh, okay. After Jack gets thrown away. They, mm-hmm. Yeah. They throw Jack away and they're like, you don't belong here. Spicer Lovejoy's like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And he's like thrown away. Yeah. So now we get the lifeboat scene where Andrews talks to Rose, and Rose is like, excuse me, Mr. Andrews. I did the math. I did the math, Mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of lifeboats. And he's like, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) You're very astute, Rose. (laughs) Yeah, it gets gets what they need to say. It also makes you like him a little more because he he was like, oh, I wanted to stack them. They said no, it makes it too cluttered. So they show he's a good guy. Yes. You know, through that. So then Jack sneaks up again. Jack steals a coat, sneaks up, and grabs her. He really wants it in. Yeah. And they have a bridge scene. A bridge scene. You're the most amazing woman I've ever known after two days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I love when he when later when he's accused of being a thief. Yeah. He's just like, you know me, Rose. You know me. Yeah. Like, no, she doesn't know you. <laughs> I need to know you're gonna be all right. So this is the I'm, this is the I'm flying Jack scene. Oh, is it? Yeah, the okay. bridge scene. That's when they're I'm flying, I'm yeah. flying. So many of these scenes after this look like paintings, and I don't know if they did it on purpose. They like they made the colors brighter with her sitting in like these areas. Well, it's like the sunset, right? Yeah, it looked really cool. Mm. Well, she tells him to leave. But then gives in to his charm. And then they go on. Yeah, yeah they do the, the yeah. I'm flying. I changed my mind. Shh. <laughs> Close your eyes. Come show Get on your knees. On my flying <laughs> so then. So then that's when the VHS ends and we have to change tapes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and that's when this podcast will end. We and end you'll have to come two. back tomorrow <laughs> for part two. <laughs> no, I'm serious. We're done. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you guys were looking at me like, wait, is he serious? Because <laughs> you never know with you. I know. All right. I'm wild and unpredictable. You never know when I'll just make so, a part two of an episode. They <laughs> finally kiss, and this is a cool transition. They they kind of transition back to the rusted, sunken yes. ship. It's really cool. And we're, we're back. Now they're all, this is when they're all gathered around. Mm -hmm. and this is when I said, wow, I completely forgot they were telling a story. I got no, lost. you didn't. I got lost. Yeah, I did. I guess you did. Who am I? Well, why am I putting my yeah, mind into you. yours? <laughs> I got lost in the story. You know him. You know how he thinks. You know me. <laughs> you know me, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that fire that I love about you, Ant. Fire's going to die out. <laughs> <laughs> so this is really the turning point of the movie, right? It's the last time Titanic saw daylight. Yep. They give a little extra exposition. And yeah. now... The movie... It's the reason we're all here. It's the reason we're all here. Yep. It's its the reason this is the giant success that it is. And I have nothing bad to say whatsoever about the uh, the sinking elements. Well, and before, oh, the, there's stuff before well, that. the portrayal we're, of... We're skipping the... Yeah, there's yeah. stuff before that. Oh, yeah. Draw me like your French girl. Yeah, that oh, is yeah. just... Oh, by the That's way... That's the reason we're there. I have a portrait similar to that. Yeah? That I would love to put on the Instagram. Is it a lovely lady? That it's you drew? definitely a lovely lady <laughs> wearing the necklace. Right. Okay. Yeah, we'll put we'll put it on the Instagram. Okay. I have. I want to see this beautiful lass. You do. Yeah. yeah. Very very beautiful lass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Forgot that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, draw me like a French girl. Now this scene, I do have one issue with it. She wasn't wearing business socks. Is this the next scene after they go back into the story? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're down in Cal's quarters. Yep. Yep. They're in his room. Yes. How scandalous. <laughs> they couldn't even be bothered to go to Jack's room. There's wow. three people in that room. When a, one think, of them is a great room, one of them is a shit yeah. room. Yeah. With, with rats. But yeah. one of them has a guy where if he comes in and sees you... <laughs> you get shot. Yeah, you're going to get fucking killed. <laughs> so... He makes his own luck. <laughs> so this is... <laughs> this is one of the hippie boomer moments of the movie. Mm -hmm. That's underrated. There's more. Yes, yeah. but... It's James Cameron's hands that are sketching Kate Winslet. Yeah, he actually did the sketch. That you're seeing. Oh, yeah? So yeah. when you watch this, it's James Cameron staring at Kate Winslet naked, Dude. drawing yep. her. Yeah. Okay. And I'm convinced this is part of the reason he, like... He wanted to do the movie? This is shot so lovingly. Uh -huh. Because he loves that he got to look at her naked and draw her. 
That must have been a pain in the ass to film because the, you clearly see Jack, well, well uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. You see his head, his face. He's in the room doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, but then it cuts. But, the but then they what do they stop filming and put? All right, send in Cameron. And I don't think Ed knows how movies work. I guess I don't. Well, they shot it several times, you know. So she was just nude all day. Yeah, she had like a whole day on set where she was laying around naked. Or they just, or they took a picture of her, pause the thing, and he draws her out. That's probably more realistic. There's an infamous um, flub. (laughs) You guys Uh, are insane. (laughs) There's an infamous Leonardo DiCaprio flub. No, really? Where he goes, get on the bed, uh, couch. Yes. Because he's nervous. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's not in the script? It's supposed to say get on the couch, but he said bed because he was like so nervous. that like It's better. Kate Winslet is naked. It is better. Yeah, that's good. And it works out. But that was not You know, when I was watching yesterday, when he says couch, I don't know if this is true or not. I I find couch to be a very modern word. I feel what? like he would have said sofa as a as a man of nineteen twelve. Well he's also a street rat. Yeah, I know. So he might be using this. I don't know. Slide. Maybe they maybe they said couch, maybe they didn't. I really have no idea. But it's just something that popped into my head yet. It's an interesting thought. Cause like there's probably a ton of words like that right. that are yeah. not being utilized because it would sound ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Especially they come from England, right? Yeah, but he, they're both. He's American. from Wisconsin. Yeah. No, I'm saying like like on the ship themselves. Right. When, you're, when you have the higher upper class but talking, like you would get some crazy. I feel like couch word. is just a word that seems so much more of our time than theirs. Well, mm. down here, it's our time. time. It's our time down here. So they they make a good and maybe choice I'm just retarded. Here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we'd have to look it up. They make a good choice when she goes to get naked. They stop the music completely for a moment, and the room is like quiet. And he, when he says like, "Get on the couch." And then when she sits down, they start drawing, the music starts playing again. I thought that was a good, like, choice. Good scene. You know? Yeah. It's a good scene. There's nothing wrong with it. So then after, Lovejoy goes to, this, this I hate, Lovejoy goes to Cal, and he's like, we can't find them anywhere. They didn't look in the The, room. The first place, you didn't check the room. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the first place you should check. uh, And keep checking. uh, Yes. You go back there. (laughs) <laughs> Couldn't find him anywhere. Wasn't that after they went down? Into, no, because they ran away gra- into steerage. He grabbed yeah, her from like a group of people that were walking around the ship. Yes. And she'd yeah. been missing all day. Yeah. Now it's nighttime, and they're looking for her, presumably for hours. How did they not find her? So maybe they went to the room first, and then the rest of the ship? Who knows? I guess. But knows? he's painting, he's drawing her for a long time. You'd assume so. Yeah. And like... Probably like an hour or two. Yeah, hey, there's detail in that sketch. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Wasn't I a dish? Was it probably a dish? The transitions in this are always, like, really good for some reason. I don't know why. So then we get Lovejoy finally goes into the room. Yes. Did we do it? Oh, yes. We go. No, we, get, we go back we go first. Back. Yeah. To the future. So you go back with her <laughs> staring in the distance, and it changes to her old. That's what I meant by the transition. It yes. was fantastic. And then they're like, they're all sitting there like silent, like paying attention. And this is the point where it's like, it takes you away because it's like, they all forgot about the diamond completely. They don't care anymore. Like all care for that diamond is gone now, even though it's probably worth, what, $150 million. (laughs) You really think they don't care about the diamond? Bill Paxton still cares about the diamond. He has a singular vision. If the they're li- all si- but, it, yeah, but they're all sitting there looking for into the story. If, yeah, if yeah, Rose didn't waste everybody's time and money at yeah, the end and right. just give them the diamond, he, been all they been would go, it. thank you. Okay. Yes, yes, I don't need to hear your story. Was great. That was a great story, Rose. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so. They do a classic Hollywood chase scene. 
all right, draw me like a French girl, uh, the couch flub. This it was the most erotic moment yes. of my life. Yes, she had a life with a husband. Yeah, she said it was and the most erotic moment of my life up, up until, until then. then. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I do believe it may have been the most erotic yes. moment of her life. Yeah, up That's until right. then. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not even up. Maybe it was. Maybe, yeah, yeah. What, how do we know? So then, Lovejoy chases them. And it's a. Yep. I like this chase. Mm-hmm. It's fun. They sure. go through they the engine. Step. Yeah, they, they go get, in the elevator. They get to steers. They get to the car, and they Security fuck in really the car. Security really sucks on this ship. <laughs> How did they get there? <laughs> How did they just walk into the engine room? They just went. Yeah, like that's such crap. Sec- uh, uh, security. I don't know. There's no, nobody protecting the engines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not worried about it. Yeah. Oh, you can't be in here. <laughs> so Billy Zane finds the sketch. Yes. And, and hatches a scheme. Yes. And he is very angry. As he should be. Yep. Oh, yeah. And now Jack and Rose come up from, like, the dwelling. And they're still making out, and they're all giddy post-coitus. Mm. And the spotters look at them, and they're like, oh, you get a look at this. So they're making out. They're making On out. On the deck. The handprints. And they're looking at... <laughs> A fucking free show instead of looking for an iceberg, and it causes 1,500 people to die <laughs> because she couldn't just stay with her fiance. Yes. She had to fuck a street urchin my and cause everybody to die. <laughs> Women will get you killed. <laughs> Imagine she was disappointed after having sex, like giving up her whole life and all that shit, and then he just like premature ejaculated. <laughs> How'd you know I could do it, Rose? <laughs> Last, like 30 seconds, she's like, oh my question. God, I left my life for this. Do you think Rose was a virgin? Yeah. Yes. I think so. I think so. Yeah, 100%. You don't think Billy Zane and her ever got down? No. He, I think he was saving her for marriage. I think he, Billy Zane was like, I'm a respectable guy and I love you. I'm going to wait till marriage. And it's, she gave it up to a street urchin. It's very likely. Do you think Jack was a virgin? Yes. I don't. <clears throat> I think he so. was hanging out with prostitutes. Yeah. He was Drawing fucking. Them. You're right. I, uh, yeah. You're right. Uh, you're right. You're probably right with that one. But he was nervous. He was nervous just telling her to sit. Yeah. That's because he did have he feelings her, for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Okay. She wasn't a one-legged prostitute. Right. <laughs> so. So now that, the, okay, so we get the iceberg hit. Iceberg hits. Yeah. And. They can't turn in time. It's awesome. This the is way amazing. That they show all of the little things that go into trying to turn the ship out of the way. Yeah. The panic. And, like, the the guys in the crows have to call the bridge, and Light light Tower has to... Light Toller uh, has to send now... He has to call engineering. Engineering has to... St- and everybody's turning levers and wheels, and it's fucking cool. It's crazy. And it takes so long to just change that angle. And they, they kind of graze the iceberg, and it cuts along. Yeah. If they were going the just a little slower, they would have fucking right. missed it. Some people say it would have been a much better if they just hit it head on. That's what I was wondering. That's a good argument. I don't think it would have been better. Now, not many people that know That would have been this, way worse. But it was at this moment, after the impact, mm-hmm. when the West decided we must do everything possible to eliminate icebergs. And that was when we invented aerosol cans. (laughs) And we were like, we must destroy the ozone at all costs. Did you know that in the intervening hundred years, there's been a um, like an international effort to raise the Titanic and put it in the museum? Yeah. No, that's that's the Harrison Ford (laughs) Foundation. I wasn't talking about that. (laughs) No, there's a there's like an iceberg watch. Okay. And like people map them constantly. 
And like, I don't think one ship has hit an iceberg in the last like ninety. That's years. brilliant. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> because uh, especially when the captain actually said it on the bridge in the movie when he's like, it's going to be really hard to see icebergs because the water's so calm yeah. that you can't see the water breaking on the iceberg. Right. Because so it's pitch black out there. To your, what you said, like that small little look down and look up, I don't even think that had an effect. They were going to hit that regardless. They were staring. <laughs> they stared for a split second. They could have had more time. They probably lost a few seconds on that, but I, I agree with shit. you. I yeah. agree with you. It's not saving anything. Um, Do you know, though, if you see seven icebergs in a circle... There's usually a secret world in there yeah, that it, you can take, right. and it'll actually get you to the secret entrance <laughs> to Bowser's castle. Right, yes. You knew that, right? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Right. <laughs> so the the flood doors go off, and uh, doors. we find out that this shit's going to sink because five flooded instead of four. Four was the max that could flood. Right. And yeah. it's coming in so fast because it's a long cut that's yep. going into two different compartments at the same time. Yeah. So they, and when one floods, they tip over each other like dominoes. So like yep. one floods and then it goes in the next one. And then, like like when you're filling up a cube of ice trays in the sink. <laughs> Knowing that was going to sink must have been the most horrifying moment. I said a cube like, of ice crap. trays and nobody nobody attacked. Not even. I, attack I missed it. A tray of ice cubes. Yeah. <laughs> a cube of ice trays. That has to be so horrifying. Like. <laughs> Like, not only is this going to sink, a lot of people are about to die. Yes. Like, ugh. So, I think this is a good time where I will talk about the USS California. Okay. Yeah. So, the uh, USS Californian is an American ship. I think they were like a fishing boat or something like okay. that. They were 17 miles, and they were stopped because the ice field, and it was dark, was coming. Too brutal. They didn't want to go moving around in it. They did the smart thing. Yes. Earlier in the day, the... Wireless operator on the Californian. Okay, con- I, I had a question about this. Yes. They're sending out a message wireless, right? Yeah. Code, I yeah. was trying to understand this. Mm-hmm. So is radio invented? Sort of. It's it's Because I thought telegrams, you need a wire. Yeah, you do. But this is a new thing. It's okay. not a telegram per se. It's wireless. It There's a relay station in Canada. Like, they can't send it from the middle of the ocean. If they get within range of certain places, there can be a station that'll pick up a signal, and all it can do is send Morse code. You can't, like, no, talk yeah. on it. It's an early form of radio. Yeah. yeah. It's like an early... But you have to be within it has frequencies, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the wireless operator on the Californian contacted Titanic and warned them about the icebergs. Wow. The guy operating the wireless thing on Titanic ignored them, because he was busy sending telegrams from the passengers to America. Wow. And told, he literally said to the guy on the, he, he Morse coded the guy on the Californian, shut up and leave me alone. Wow. <clears throat> yes. So he, they shut up. At like two minutes before the Titanic hit the iceberg, the wireless operator on the Californian shut his machine off and went to bed. He was done for the day. Wow. Yes. They... The crew of the Titanic could see the Californian from the in the distance. They could see it. It's that close. They are desperately trying. Yeah, seventeen to, miles isn't too right. far. They're desperately for the next couple of at, well hour trying to get their attention. Flares. So they are shooting the flares, and they've got lights that are sending Morse code signals to them. The guys on the Californian, I guess, just didn't understand what was happening. And they took it as they were having like a celebration on the Titanic. <laughs> wow. And they never fucking 
went over and saw what was happening. They didn't get there until they they saw. So here's what they saw when the when the ship went up in the air. Yeah, when it's vertical. They saw it and they were like, wow. "Oh fuck!" <laughs> oh, Someone really should have helped. And then them. the lights went out. Oh, so you can't even find them. So then they were like, "Oh shit, we got to get over there." So they got by the time they got there, the Carpathian already arrived. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, I have a, a question uh, about that. So that guy, if he's not a douchebag. The wireless guy in the Titanic. Yeah. He fucked. He, he fucked up. He fucked up bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. So yeah. I was going to say, uh, because you said they could. That's an all time fuck <laughs> They could see the lights and they're like, we don't know what's happening. So we're not going to. They're celebrating. Could it also have been that it's like we see lights happening. And they just didn't want to travel through the the ice, because seventeen miles is still pretty far. That's possible. I mean, in the inquiry when they were interviewed, that would probably look bad on them. So right. I, they, I don't okay. think they'd ever admit that. Okay, you know, if that was the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like then it's I like, okay, it. you guys are cowards. You may get your headline. You let women and children die. Yeah. <laughs> so they frame Jack. Yeah, they they search him. They lock him with the mast of arms. And, and he's, you know me, Rose. And it's like, no, no, no. Even she realizes she doesn't really know him mm-hmm. in that moment. She's like, oh, shit, do I know him? She, like, second guesses it. Yeah, well, she you should. Know? Yeah. <laughs> I love I love Andrews with the blueprints, like, looking at them. And he's yes. like, the ship is going to sink. Yes, it's yeah. a great scene. And he, he, he explains the danger to everyone. Yes. Yeah. And now, you know, the elite few know what's happening, and the passengers certainly mm-hmm. don't. And they start issuing the life belts, life jackets, which and, is a great yeah. scene because you see while this is while the interrogation sort of thing is happening with Jack and the, the diamond. Not that it matters. You got the the guy who comes into the room with the two of them is overly polite and understanding. And Billy Zane tries to shoo him away several times, but he yes. won't leave. Yeah. He's like, put the fucking life. Yeah, you don't know this. Right? Yeah. You don't know what's right. happening. And then compare that to the se- the next scene they show of the steerage guys getting told <laughs> about to put their life jackets on. A dude bursts into a room of sleeping men, throws, them on. <laughs> throws them on the ground, goes, put them on, and we- leaves. <laughs> what we missed is Because he has so much more to cover. He, has so much he does, but just look at the level of um, a patience that's given, yeah, you yeah. know, and courtesy. Yeah, we, we missed like two scenes. <laughs> well, that we, we missed, want to get into we too, missed, yeah. we missed the scene which a lot of people would use to say Cal is not a good guy mm-hmm. when he smacks the shit out of Rose. She deserved it. She deserved yeah, every bit of that it. smack. She earned it. Maybe yeah. Jack doesn't deserve to be framed for thievery. Yes. Yeah, but she yeah. deserved a nice smack in the face. Right. She she right. had it coming. Oh, yeah. She's way more now, in the wrong than now, Jack. Now, I'll say this. Do you know Cameron, I believe, cut that out of, I think when we saw it in 3D. It's not in the movie? It was cut out. Really? Yeah. What, like George Lucas shit? Yeah, Aww. exactly. He cut the, the Billy Zane smack out, which if you cut it out, Cal is an even better fucking guy. Yes. Wow. Why would he do that? I think he didn't like that it was violence against yeah, women. Yeah, violence against women at the time. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, because um, the 1912 guy wouldn't smack his Right, they do way worse. On him. He would have done way worse. <laughs> and now the, the captain goes to the Morse code room and is like, you got to send out CQD, which is a little yeah, confusing the, to people, and I found out what it is. In the director's cut, I believe it's when he removes the slap. Director's cut? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, why wow. take it out? 
It was on the version that we watched, though, which is weird. Yeah, I saw it. You know, like. Yeah. So I guess it's not gone. It's not like the walkie-talkie, right, the guns, yeah. and ET. They yeah. brought those back, thankfully. They brought the guns. Uh huh. Oh. They gotta have the guns out. <laughs> um, uh, CQD. So uh, in Morse code, you would send CQ, mm-hmm. which in French is S E C U, CQ, which would be like uh, security. Ship in distress. No, well, CQ is security, meaning it's a it's a like a section of codes, mm-hmm. like security this, security this, security this. And then the D is distress. Is this before the SOS call? This is before SOS, mm-hmm. yes. So it's, it's French so mixed with distress. I, I, yeah. I love the accuracy on that. Very the com- accurate. The common yeah. man does not know what CQD is. I, I had know. to look it up. I yeah. was like, is that, I, I knew it was a distress call, right. but what the hell does that even stand for? Where did it come from? Oh, well, yeah, contextually you can tell what it is. But like, right, yeah. You could associate it. Mm-hmm. And then we get Andrews being a good guy again. Trying yeah. to save Rose. He tells her, the ship is going to sink. Get the yeah. fuck. Tell who you must. I don't want to start a panic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just get out of here. Yes. Get on a boat as fast as possible. And then we realize being a man sucks in these <laughs> moments. <laughs> yeah, this was um, when I was a little kid, like always, that was like, wow, you have to die if right. you're a guy. Yeah. And I was, I remember thinking, like, I'm glad I'm a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're a man, though. My, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> you were just a boy then. Now you're only. Ooh, second final a cut man. reference of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's coming up. Where are we at? So we now have st- stuff is escalating, mm. right? There's people locked downstairs. There's, they're, they're preparing the lifeboats. They're trying to get things moving to get people out, and they're putting up flares. Mm-hmm. So. We now have the band who's playing. Yeah, yeah, famous. The real stuff. fucking heroes. Those guys are great. Oh my god, they are. Played um, till death. It is very likely that the head band guy, the violinist, his body was recovered no way. by a Canadian expedition that went out after the sinking to find bodies. And they found him, and he is currently buried in a cemetery in Halifax. That same cemetery... Wow. In uh, the days and weeks after the sinking, yeah, the body started to ru- wash up on shore in Canada. So they there's a cemetery wow. that's like all Titanic victims. That's insane. Yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> so I will tell you this: uh-huh. the music they're playing in. I know they do the can can. So listen, the, in real life, they're not playing what they're playing in the movie. Oh, in yeah. the movie, they're playing like all this like you know classical music. Right. They're doing like hymns, right? In yeah, the yeah. in real life, they're playing ragtime, which oh. which <laughs> if you're gonna be on a sinking boat, <laughs> jaunty ragtime music probably doesn't fit. Oh my god! Fucking Swanee River is going on as people are trying to get on boats. They fucking played basically until they died. <laughs> oh, God. I, I love a, a lot of these scenes because they, they show well, how fucking scary so the ocean is. So I read uh, A Night to Remember, which is the book about this yes. um, in high school. And the shit in the book is this, like word for word. Mm-hmm. He took. He just did it. And there's a movie, A Night to Remember. I think it's from like the 50s. Is that 60s. the Nazi one? No, I'll talk about that in a uh, second. Yeah, that's the first like Titanic movie, 
And Cameron, I know, has gotten criticism over the years for just like ripping off complete. Scenes. But I mean the shit. But it is the real stuff. So why you can't really get him on that? This is this is what the book said. This is what the movie had. It'd be like movie. ripping off Ryan for like shit in the longest day. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. some of this shit just happened. It right. has to be put in. Yeah. Yeah, so you brought up the Nazi thing. So in, I think, like 1938 or 40, early mm-hmm. on before, you know, the world ended for them, <laughs> the Nazis put out a Titanic movie. Yep. And they built a ship. A and, replica of the Titanic, and basically. And they, they changed the uh, the themes of the movie to be like... It's all Jewish capitalism. Yes, it's all Jewish capitalism is the reason Titanic sank. Wow. And it's just, it's a propaganda movie. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it just to like I would love to see yeah. it just to see what they what did. they did yeah postscript to that the ship they used for the movie in this is what's fucked up in 1945 oh I know the story um, yeah, I know this they put a bunch of Jews on yep. they dressed yep. the ship up to look like a cruiser and not just a replica movie uh, you know passenger ship so they made it look like a like a warship yeah. And they took a bunch of Jews from the concentration camps before they were liberated and put them on the ship. Yep. And the Allies, you know, flying overhead, thought they they were attacking a warship and ended up sinking this ship with a bunch of prisoners oh, on it. That's so brutal. Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> Fucked up. So brutal. Brutal. Yeah. A man, uh, and crazy tie-in, though. Yeah. You know? Like, wow. We now get... Uh, where we are in the movie, why Rose actually hates where she is. The same with her mother. You unimaginable bastard. Oh, that. And the mother. It's both of them. Uh-huh. Because she's like, I don't want it to be too crowded. And yeah, I she's, a, she's a ditz. Her mother is horrible. She yeah. does not understand the stakes that are happening here. Yeah. No. And then she's like, half the people are going to die. And Cal goes, well, at least the not, better not half. The not the better half. half. Yeah. And she, she's <laughs> I love just that like, line. I can't be with a person right. who really is that who cold. believes that. Yeah. Right. Can you actually blame her for that one? No. Can you blame Cal, though, after what he just saw a poor guy he's, do to He's his... a guy and is in a weird emotional state at that moment. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true, too. It's an unfortunate thing to say. If I'm Cal, I'd be I like, don't, I hope they all fucking I, just drown Just based down on the there. way Cal has been acting through this whole movie, I don't believe that he thinks that. I don't believe he's that guy. He, I think he's just pushed he so far. He hasn't really done anything to like, he hasn't said anything terrible about the lower classes or anything. You know, he's just. He's addicted he's just, to Jack. Yeah, he's addicted yeah. to Jack, and Jack deserves, deserves be, it. Yeah. To be. <laughs> Jack's trying to dicked. fuck and does fuck his fiance. <laughs> right. I would be enraged. Like, I'd be like, I hope everyone on the bottom drowns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the worst thing he does in the movie, is that line. Yeah. yeah. He's just yeah, having complete inhumanity to all these well, people. Well, he's just so angry. Right. But that kind of sets her off the edge and just like, I'm not. I'm right. not doing. I'm not going to save myself. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to jump out of this boat. I'd rather die. be dead. What than a teenager thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's a little excessive because when you think of if she just, I'm going to die out of spite. Yeah. <laughs> if she just got in the fucking boat, she could have left them after. Yeah. Jack would have had the fucking the door, mm-hmm. and it all would have been good. No, the door. <laughs> the door was for him, not for her. <laughs> she had multiple ways out, and she's just like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, fuck you. So Rose spits in, in uh, Cal's, Cal's face, which yeah. she learned from Jack. Right. He gets an erection. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's into it. As one does. <laughs> so Rose finds Jack, and, you know. 
Is this when Spicer's chasing him through the ship shooting? No, the, well, she Not has yet. to free him first. Jack's all chained up, and she's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he's like, Rose, get the axe, Rose. Yeah, Come here, Rose. They chained him up in the, in the bottom of the ship. She takes practice no, he, swings. He doesn't say get the axe. No. He says, you a, he says you have to go find a key, which... Like, there's yeah, go wall, risk your life. There's a to wall of keys. Like, yeah. There's a wall of keys, and she looks at it for two seconds and decides that it's not there. Well, well she it's says a silver it's one. a they're silver all, one. They're, they're all brass. brass. Yeah. Right. And then she goes out, and she finds, like, a foreigner child. Just lost. Yeah, he, and she's going to save him. And then the father comes, and he gets washed away. She also punches oh, wait, an no, orderly. She punches yeah, an later. orderly. Uh, yes. Well, the hell with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she takes oh, practice swings, then she frees Jack. Yes. We get the rose so scene. Cool. Rose, rose, rose. rose. <laughs> so no men are allowed to get out of the poor section, which is where they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they go to another exit, and they get, like, a bench. Well, they have, they have the, the gates closed. Yeah. Now, this is... Always, this has been criticized for over a hundred years. You know that you yep. locked out these people and didn't even give them the fighting ship. That's real. They really did this. Oh yeah, yeah. When they, I've found, heard it's not confirmed. When they found the ship, it is. It wasn't confirmed, but when they found the ship and investigated it, the gates are still locked. <laughs> <laughs> now well, a few of them have been broken, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. And we get we get an amazing shot of uh, a small. Titanic ship and a, a flare going up, and, and you just you, see this vast right. blackness. You get a sense of the enormity. Of oh, this. it's so scary. That is cool. It's that so cool. scary. And they did a great job with that. Truly terrifying. The way the water just keeps rising. They underneath. make it so scary. Yes, and rightfully so. <laughs> it's the that those last couple of minutes. Well, we'll get we'll get to it. So they charge he, through the bench. They charge through the gate yeah, with the bench. With the Irish guy. They cut to Zane propositioning someone. Mind you, they also went through water Murdoch. at this point. That Murdoch. Was, they would have had hypothermia by then, both of them. They, yeah. they swam They make such a big water. deal about being in the ocean, how cold it is. It's the same water. Yeah. <laughs> same water. It's and they don't get me wrong, they're like, oh my god, this is cold. Oh my god, this is cold. Mm -hmm. But they would have got out, ran upstairs into the cold. Yeah. You would have had hypothermia before you made it into the front the top. <laughs> like you would have they both would have been dead long before they made it up um, there. Like So let's talk about Murdoch. This is an important guy. Okay. Is he? Yes. I'll tell you why. He was Daredevil. He was a blind lawyer from Hell's Kitchen who <laughs> after, you know, he was blinded by radioactive waste, he dedicated his life to justice and defending Hell's Kitchen from <laughs> Kingpin and Bullseye and a whole bunch of other criminals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daredevil, Matt Murdock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Murdock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what about the real Murdock? The real Murdock. <laughs> so Cal pays him to get him a spot on a lifeboat. Mm -hmm. And later he will throw that money back in his face and say, your money can't save you or save me. Yeah. And he is desperately trying to have crowd control. Yeah. Now, Mr. Murdoch was there. He's been reported and, and seen, and every every eyewitness says he was there helping people the whole time. In the movie, he pulls out a gun, and he threatens to shoot anybody who tries to crowd him. And he doesn't have any bullets in it, and he turns around, and he puts the bullets in it. It's and, a cool scene. And then uh, he shoots he's forced himself, to right? shoot the Irish guy. Okay. The Irish guy attacks him. He shoots him, kills him, and then he shoots himself. Now... Uh, uh, you confused two two scenes. 
He's talking about the guy in I'm general. I'm talking about the guy, the guy in general. general. Okay. This is things that happen with this guy. Oh, okay. He kills himself. Now, the yeah. guy, there was a report of an officer shooting a gun into the air. It is the only time gun was ever seen, said to go off in okay. real life. Nobody ever saw somebody shoot themselves. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm lying. There was reports of a guy, of, uh, guy shooting into the air, and one report of someone shooting themselves. Nobody knows who it was. Okay. They attribute it to this guy Murdoch in the movie. The family of this guy flipped the fuck out when they saw the movie, saying they besmirched him. It's a hundred years. James Cameron issued an official apology to this family. Wow. And really? Yeah, and that's I think crazy. they may have received some cash too. <laughs> he gave him shut up money. Yeah. That's ex- wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's they, the they shame? Into, because they made him into a, a villain. He's not a villain, though. It's he shoots the guy that everybody likes, he but he's scared. trying he to keep. Tommy. He's trying to keep order. I, I think it's justified too. Yeah. But well, it wasn't justified to shoot Tommy because Tommy got pushed forward, and then he shoots him. Yeah. yeah. Tommy has been a hothead the whole movie. He has <laughs> cursing up a storm. Of course, the Irish guy gets the bullet. Yeah. And then Fabrizio steals his life vest. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just a knife-wielding it's Italian just, thief, isn't he? I think it just shows the desperation at yes. that moment. Oh, it's just insane. Like, we got music to drown by now. I know I'm in first class. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway, back to the movie. Where, uh, where are we at? So there's a father who says goodbye to his daughter, that's and that's a very sad scene. It's heartbreaking. Oh, yes. And they there's put- another boat for the daddies. Yes. That's yeah. a sad scene. <laughs> and then they put Rose on the boat. Yep. Yes. And I I like the scene of Billy Zane and, and Jack coming together. Great moment. You get another zinger. This is when this is his finest hour. This is Zane's finest hour. I always yes. Wish. He swallows his pride to save this woman. Yes. He eats the shit just to save this woman. So life. Rose can live. Yes. He makes After she cucked him. Right. And Jack too. Give him credit. Well, Jack has nothing to be ashamed about. Right. But he, he goes along with what Zane says, and he's like, yeah, we're going to get we're out good. together. Yeah, we're, we're on the we're, same team. We're good. Yeah. And then you find out, no. <laughs> and Rose is like, I am hell-bent on causing as much mayhem and destruction in everyone's <laughs> life as long as I am alive. I am a force for chaos. This had to be the best dick Ever. Because yeah. <laughs> seriously, like she jumped off the lifeboat. Do you think you could ever get dick good enough where you would jump off the lifeboat, oh, Steve? Maybe. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> is it an artist? It's hot young Leo. He drew you Are nude. they going to draw me? <laughs> it is slightly romantic in a twisted way. I'll say that. So she, she decides she's going to die. She would rather die with the person she wants to be with rather than go possibly live a life without them. Mm-hmm. That's that's romantic. Well, now Billy Zane has lost it. In a teenager it. sort of way. In a teenager way, yes. Very Romeo and Juliet. Very yes. much, yeah. Now Billy Zane has officially He's lost like, it. like, are you fucking kidding me? Give me this gun. Now <laughs> I, I, I have to end this madness. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not the best time. <laughs> it's not really the best time to go I murder have, people. I have to end this madness. Society is upside down. <laughs> Up is down. Left is right. Cats and dogs <laughs> living together. <laughs> Mass hysteria. You get another zinger from him. Everything he says is quotable. <laughs> Billy Zane is just like, fuck this. And he starts running at them shooting throughout the Titanic. <laughs> and then he has his great last line to them. Enjoy your time together. <laughs> and he's, why are you laughing? I put the, the diamond, diamond on the, the coat. coat. 
I put the coat on her. <laughs> Great. So Which good. he, when he's trying to save her, he doesn't know. He, that, did, he just did it. He didn't yeah, realize. He wasn't yeah, thinking about the diamond. Right. No, he wasn't. Oh, he's such a good dude. I think he was more so. <laughs> he's the hero of the movie. He was yeah. more so like, he wasn't like worried about losing her more so than he was worried about actually being like ashamed in his, his like community. You know? Yeah, this is like, shit. That's all that mattered. He to wants him. to win. He yeah. says it to Jack. I always right. win. And we skipped when when they both and him and Lovejoy like they team up and they go, I make my own love. <laughs> I have money, so do I. I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> right. Those are just equally dangerous, yeah. right? Like <laughs> that is so hippie. That's so hippie. So now as they're going through the boat, they find a little kid. No good deed goes unpunished. They should have left the fucking child. They almost got Well, yeah, killed. they're not a hero like Billy Zane who exactly. actually saves a child. Yes. And I'm not even being, like, funny with that. He saves the kid. The kid would have died. No, it's 100% yes. true. Now, he saves himself, too, but... He, he Someone has to take care of the kid. Right. He he used her to save himself, but yes, he did yes, save but her. but he saved a child that would have otherwise died. But then, there, then there's alone. chaos on the boat and, like... I like to it think after over. he makes that kid his ward. In my fan fiction, he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kid lived a great life. We should write a movie about the life of that girl admiring the man. And like he lost everything in the market. Yeah. And she got like nasty letters from Rose. Right. Like, I'm glad he's dead and shit. <laughs> the man who saved her life. At one point now, and this is what we mentioned it before, where I was like, I like. He went, child. he went to save the kid, but I'm not sure if the kid lived. In this scene now, he, they're on the boat, and it's going down, but the ship is also sinking. So the boat is, like, level, but they're trying to cut the ropes because there's chaos going on. As they're trying to cut the ropes, the boat tent goes to flip over, the lifeboat. And this half, happened in real life. Half the people fall out, and it goes back, and Zane's holding onto the rope. You're... you're you're mixing up. Yeah, two, you're mixing two, them up. Two different boats. He tries to get on that boat. He fails. He goes to the other side and picks up the kid. Yes. Oh, okay, that's the one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah. So there's. Yeah, he has a couple of failed attempts getting on the right, boat. Right, right. So he did save before the kid. he resorts okay. to picking up the child. Well, he also goes to uh, he saved the kid. He goes so. to the guy he made an offer to Murdoch, and Murdoch throws, throws money, money in his face. face. Yeah. And Billy Zane is like, okay, fuck you. I'm going to go to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he picks up the kid and he goes, yep. I have a child. Yep. <laughs> Which, when, I, when my kid gets here. That's what you're saying. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the first thing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to oh, say it all beautiful. the time. I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, now we get which I don't know see, if we uh, said it on the show. Uh, I have a child? That I'm having is a child. an official announcement? Yeah, I've made it public at this point. Okay. So, yeah, um, me, my wife is pregnant. I'm going to be a father. going to be a young Rupert. Much, much like Billy Zane, I'm going to have a child. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, the captain sucks. He's completely shell-shocked and useless. He's just broken. He was seen in real life going into this the is cabin, true. and that's yes. the last anyone ever saw of him. Yep. He went down with the ship. Yes. Um, Rightfully so. Which I have he a problem. He had a bad record. You know? He does. But I have a problem with making captains go down with the ship. He got a lot. Somebody has killed. to take responsibility. Somebody yeah. needs to take responsibility. And like they should be able to say, this happened because of this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. Kill them after. 
<laughs> but like they should have to give a testimonial about like I how think they he fought. knew uh, he wasn't going to live regardless. We see Ishmael get on the ship, get on the boat. On the yeah, the boat. bad guy lives. Yeah, he's after the um, whale with Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> Ishmael, whatever. I know. He became, he is the chairman of the White Star Line. He became the representative of the, the company and like was in charge of explaining everything. He, in this movie, is made to be a villain, yet everybody says... That he was there until 20 minutes before the ship went completely under. Oof. Helping people get on boats and just being a good guy. Nice. He... I had a fucking thought and I can't remember what. Well, at what point... <laughs> at what point can you, like... Is it okay to just... Oh. He... Some people say he was secretly ordered by, like, the crew, by the captain even, to survive. To go and get on the boat. Because if he went down... Nobody could like truly. That's what I'm saying. Somebody has to accounting. Yeah, that's true. Somebody has to explain what went wrong. Mm -hmm. Like the black box. Right. Like a plane is a black box now, which why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? That thing always survives. (laughs) (laughs) That's my my 80s hacky comedian material. That was good. They can make a radio out of coconut, but they can't fix a hole in the boat. Gilligan. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously the band is playing this whole time. Yes. And what black band do you know is going to be playing as the (laughs) ship goes down? (laughs) Is that a real bit? Yeah. Did you ever see um, Kings of Comedy? It's Kings of Comedy. Uh, I think it's Steve Harvey. (laughs) Where he's like, he's like, oh, the white band on the Titanic <laughs> playing as the band went, as the ship went down. What black band you know going to be playing as the ship goes down? You ain't going to be seeing boys to men. <laughs> so now we get like Andrews. the last. Oh, yeah. Mr. Andrews. We see Andrews. Who, and uh, supposedly that was like the last people saw yeah, of him yes. doing the same shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Staring at the clock. Right. What a heartbreaking scene. We get a lot of heartbreaking scenes. Well, this up. this is the best. The best moments of the movie are right, right here. now. Yes, it's it's the final like couple of minutes of everyone, yeah. and you get all these vignettes Guggenheim of, of what people are doing. Rules, Guggenheim. Guggenheim rules. Is that the old man with the top? I'm going to go down as a gentleman, but I, I will would have like a brandy. brandy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you see, Aster get he yep. gets killed. Yep. The old guy. He's watching as this the guy with the brandy Guggenheim. He's sitting in in the chair and yep. he's watching the water come up. And he's just like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Yep. You, yeah. it's, it's so scary. There's so much horror yes, here. And you get the old people on the bed. The, and putting and the, the kids The mom bed. with the kids. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Andrews turns the clock forward just to like, like yes. this so haunting. Yeah. That is a haunting scene. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's all good stuff. And it's and all then, practical effects. Yes. And we see Trudy die. Well, not yet. Well, so the ship starts to rise. Yep. And everybody's running to the, the side. I love Rose and Jack. It's like an inverse of how they first met. It is, yeah. yeah. Which, doesn't she say this is where we first yes. met? Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. And I love the guy that's next to them. The chef. <laughs> the chef. I love that guy. He underrated guy. He's next to them on there. Like, <laughs> this, like when they're up in the air, like they look at each other like, yeah. this is fucking nuts. I, I, I hope the chef lived. He had, yeah. he had like, a, a flask. He was drinking yeah. the whole time. <laughs> I uh, like to think he made it. That yeah. fucking and smoke you see stack. people falling and hitting the propellers. That, and I shit. like to think that he teamed stack. up with our little girl. 
That yeah. Well, Zane. they're employed by Billy Zane. Yeah. It's like a wacky <laughs> sitcom set in the 1920s. <laughs> the smokestack falling is so fucking scary. Spies of Lovejoy is at exactly crap. the spot where the ship cracks. They yep. wanted to just give him a brutal death. Yeah. <laughs> One of the harder things to watch was... The, the people at the top, and you see the woman holding the child just going, it'll all be over soon. It'll all be over soon. And you're just like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That is the priest giving a, giving so a sermon <laughs> and holding the people up. Yes. We see Trudy die, who's... Uh, she was They're the, made, right? They're made, yeah. She, now, fall, she falls down. If you're on a lifeboat, this, is, this was one of the thoughts that I had that was really horrifying. You're on a lifeboat. The ship just goes down. You now have to listen to 1,500 people slowly freeze to death. Yes. Like, that's, I, I can't think of something more horrifying so that, in that moment. <laughs> after they go down, mm -hmm. and like Rose and Jack are floating and they find the debris, we cut to one lifeboat with Molly Brown being a pain in the ass. Molly Brown is a hero. Yeah. She's being a pain in the ass. Let me Mr. Fantastic has to tell her what's up. Is that him? Yeah. And he goes, if shut you don't shut that hole in your face. So do you know what really happened? That. I don't know why this is in the movie. It was a giant missed opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Molly Brown took over the boat from the crewmen, and the women rowed back and started saving people. Really? Yes. Molly Brown's a fucking hero. Yeah. Unsinkable Molly Brown. That's is, why she's the unsinkable Molly Brown. Yeah. So she <laughs> saved people. Yes. What? Where is her money from? She owned Her husband owned a gold mine, yeah. like out west somewhere. And it's he new died? Money. New money. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I don't. Know I didn't look into it. Was on the ship. No, I don't actually. I don't think he was. No. But she she took charge of that boat yeah. and saved a bunch of people. Well, they don't show that in the movie. No. They show her the being movie, told to shut this up. This is where the movie diverts from reality, and I don't get why. Time Dr to make it more dramatic. I guess they make it that only one boat went back. Several boats went back, and they, they pulled up a bunch of people. There's no set number. Like, nobody knows exactly how many people were saved yeah. from the water. The movie gives an exact number. Yeah. She tells, she says, Six. like, eight. Six. eight. Yeah, like, basically everybody's dead. It's more than that. Un yeah, she almost said six people were saved out of 1,500 that um, went down. But, yeah. And we uh, get another another famous well, line. I'll never let go, Jack. We get a lot of famous line here. So it's going to be hack, but I guess let's do it. Could they both have fit on the door? No, they tried. They tried when the they first got there, and it, it right? flipped over. Yeah, yeah, it's a buoyancy issue, yeah, right? Yeah, they wouldn't have been able to. He knew he was dead. Like go, like that's why he was like, "You're gonna live a long life and all this other stuff." Because he's like, "I'm dying like soon. Like there's no way I'm surviving this." And I'm yeah. dying, but at least I have the satisfaction. I ruined your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's why she's alive. I mean. She was really stupid, but he had to die. For How did she know that guy, that corpse, had a whistle? He was blowing it before. Oh. Yeah. He was the one blowing it and then died with it in his mouth, so okay. she, she went to get Come it. about! Is anyone alive out there? Yeah, he, he does anyone his best impression me? of an 80s metal guy. Is there anyone alive <laughs> out there? <laughs> <laughs> Who's ready to rock? <laughs> He's not there to save them. He pulls yeah, he, like a yeah. Listen to this sick solo. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> it's friggin' Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we get... Well, we, uh, get, we see uh, the, the dock. Up, yeah. Yeah. Right, everyone is yeah. everyone that's alive is there. Billy Zane is still looking for Rose. 
Yes. After yep. she did him wrong. Well, now he's looking for the diamond. Yeah. He you doesn't think? give a fuck about Rose anymore. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I still think he's looking for Rose. No, no. Um, well, she finds the diamond. Yes. Yep. And now we and there we see they the tell us, Liberty. Uh, they tell us he killed himself in 1929 after the crash. Yes. The By the way, she has this diamond. Yeah. This is what I want to talk about. Okay. This is yep. what I've been dying to fucking talk about. What do you want to talk okay. about? Okay. All right. She says her name's Rose Dawson, by the way. Yes. So last thing she could... The, that's the least she could have the done. Fi- she got the guy fucking killed. The final insult. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, f- we go back to modern day. Yes. Now, we find out... Well, she finishes the story and goes to bed. She never saw the diamond again, according... She, that's what she tells... Uh, she lied. Bill Paxton. Yeah. She gets up in the middle of the night. She walks out on the deck, mm-hmm. and she tosses. Huh? Yes, she makes the <laughs> worst, the worst sound ever. <laughs> she, not okay. I get that maybe she didn't want to use Zane's money to like live a life of luxury and wealth. She the husband deprived, is coming home after work. She and- deprived her children, her legacy, of her an granddaughter. Inheritance. Millions it's, of dollars. It's the wor- It's the most selfish act of any character ever. Yep. It, it's it's so boomer. Yeah. It's like I I'm gonna. It's more important like my happiness and my satisfaction than any of my prodigy. I want to live a better life than the generation that comes after me. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's so true though. Yeah. Like you know that guy was coming home like they're right. struggling to make a mortgage. He's yeah. like, "God, I'm like breaking my right. back at this mine or whatever he's right. doing." And I get that she didn't want that to be a part of her life. She's about to die. She can give the fruit of her loins just everything. She they, she can give them the world. But yes. it's more important that Jack gets it. <laughs> The dumb fucking guy she fucked on a boat <laughs> 90 years ago. All right. Fuck Rose. Fuck her up her stupid ass. <laughs> she is clown shoes. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of the worst characters in any Do, movie by far. I'll take the other point. Fine. I'll, I'll take the other Defend this. Go I'll ahead. Defend, I will defend it. I will defend it. Um... Partially, I do agree the fact that it's a selfish move. Yes. That's like you threw away $150 million, right. generations worth of wealth. I'm not saying you give it to Bill Paxton. No, 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 no. No, I get that. Right. Yeah. He, no, he you're an keep... asshole if you give it to Bill Paxton, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to use the same thing. If you reflect back on this experience of hers, mm-hmm. she really hated her life being rich. She doesn't want that for her kids, right? Stop. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So I don't know why she held on to it. You would assume that she would have just thrown it into the ocean anywhere. Like, what does it matter? That it has to be at that this moment. This whole you know, thing that she made them take her out there was so she could do this. Now, yes. hold on. Yeah. Wait, think about this. If it's regular time, right? There's yeah. no boat. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she just dies of natural causes. Mm-hmm. They're going to go they're through find her shit it. and they're going to find this $200 million diamond. Yes. Yeah. So, wh- like, what? She was okay with giving it or leaving it for them to find. But she saw an opportunity where I could dump it in the sea above Titanic. Yes. Now I got to take it. Mm. So. Garbage person. It's her letting go, letting go of the past, right? Letting go of, okay, this is the last piece remaining of that past life that I 
hated, let me get rid of it. But she's not letting it go because our afterlife is fucking Jack. She doesn't let it go. Well, she never, never lets go. Yeah, that's the, that's the point. They say it all the time in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she had a husband and a life. Yes, yes, she did. But the only reason she had that was because Jack sacrificed her, himself to show her what her life all right, could be. This is a good question. It's to sh- it do, was to show her what her life could be, think, not to do fall. Do you think like, Jack would be happy that she spent ninety years? Completely unfulfilled no, and never fulfilled. truly happy. She was fulfilled. No, she was never truly happy because she still wanted mean? Jack. She would never loved her husband. Do you think Jack is happy about that? Would be. No, he wouldn't. Exactly. She couldn't even give Jack what he wanted. That's uh, just because she never way to really loved her it. husband. That's the wrong way to read into it. She never loved her husband. And it, the pictures show us the only reason she. I don't know. She never loved her husband. That's a, that's a stretch. She never loved him as much as Jack. Probably true. Jack freed her. That's the pro- that's, the fact that's the of the matter is that she this. injected Jack's bullshit into their lives, and the photos prove that. It's not his bullshit. It's her. She wanted to be free. Jack represented that. Therefore, she lived but a she life wasn't to represent free. She, she, that. She lived Jack's version of it. But that's how she wanted to live. Mm. She did not want to live as a slave. She wanted to live her own life how she would. She didn't want to be at the beck and call. Of a man like Cal, she mm-hmm. wanted to have her freedom, and right. and if I want to fly a plane, I'm going to go do it. If she wanted to fly a plane with Cal, Cal would have been like, no, right? I want to go ride a horse like a cowboy. He would be like, no, you're going to ride did side to be a woman. Did she ask Cal if she could go ride the horse? Well, it's a the good thing, thing is, she died at this survive, moment. She was four years away from completing right. her actual goal of why she was flying planes. <laughs> you're talking about nine horses? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a good one. No, like that's that's the uh, that's the opposite side. Like, if if she would have sold that diamond and give millions and millions of dollars to her kids, they would have lived a life of royalty that basically she hated. There's a she diff- didn't want them. There's to a live difference that. between being a rich socialite in 1920, where you have societal expectations, and being rich or well off in 1997, where you actually can have freedom and do all that shit that she wanted. Her granddaughter could have rode around on horses every day till the fucking cows cows came home in 1997. (laughs) And then, like, what fulfillment are you actually getting then out of life? Like, you're not going to work for anything ever? Like, like, what? These are adults. Her grand, okay. her granddaughter is there. All right, what's what is the number one thing that happens to people who win the lottery? Their lives are ruined every time. What are you talking about? People who come into a big amount of money usually have their lives ruined. Look it up. There's they a usually whole doc- lose it. There's a huge. There's a documentary about it. But does that mean their lives are ruined? Yes. There's a documentary about it. Yeah. <laughs> some people mismanage their money. Not some it people. Give, their, Not give some the people. kids a chance. Majority of people. You. You are. You are saying she's justified in dumping the dumping the diamond. I, I think it's a selfish move. I don't think it's justifiable. But I. I understand you're just, you're why. Just playing, you're playing devil's advocate. Yeah. <laughs> well, but no, you know, I understand why. Though, do you know what happened? It's a horrible thing. Do you know what happened to the diamond after the movie? It's not real. No, yes, it is. Okay, After the happened? movie. Oh, Britney, Britney Spears. The guy went down and got it for Britney Spears. Went down and got it for you. That's hysterical. The Heart of the Ocean, by the way, is a fake diamond, not real yeah, at all. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> right, we didn't say it. But they I gave it a backstory yeah. like it was Louis XVI. Thir- yeah. 16th. Thir- yeah. So, alternate ending time? Alternate ending alternate time. Yes, ending yes, ending which is how, which is how I know James Cameron actually sucks. From the alternate ending? Yeah, you could tell that like that was a bad ending. That he got lucky. That was a bad ending. That would have ruined the whole movie. 
if that's the ending, this is not the success it is. No, people will be talking about how shitty that ending is. Yeah. yeah. Well, the real ending, you have the pictures of, of what we mentioned before. But what is the alternate ending, Brian? The alternate ending is she's about to throw it away. And Bill Paxton and... And the whole crew. The whole crew are like, <laughs> stop, don't. They, they stop her. And You she, can look this up on YouTube yeah, and if she, you haven't seen she it. She gives a speech yes. about how Bill Paxton needs to like fuck her granddaughter and they need to get together. Yes. When they've had no chemistry. They've had no interaction whatsoever. Or chemistry. <laughs> yeah. You two need to bang. <laughs> if there's on one, this boat. <laughs> if there's one thing I know... It's, it's fucking like, on a boat. It's fucking on a boat with important. someone you just met. Yeah. <laughs> I know you may have marriages, wives, husbands, Doesn't whatever. Matter. You guys got to fuck on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> then she proceeds. Bill Paxton begs her, please, before you do this. He goes, let me touch it. Let me just hold it. And instead of, <laughs> she, she holds it out to him, and instead of him snatching it, <laughs> he, he just rubs his hands on it. <laughs> he just accepts his fate. Yeah. And then she throws it into the ocean in front of everyone. And a few of them freak out. The, the guy, the cool guy, Dusty of no, the Sea, he, he goes, well, that really sucks, lady. <laughs> and then Bill Paxton they starts laugh. laughing maniacally and looks at the daughter and goes, do you want to dance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're so not making good. this up. This it's is a so real crunchy. scene that was filmed. It is on YouTube. You can watch it right now. How awesome uh, would it have been if Bill Paxton, so like as she's holding that, he's like, give me the diamond, you old bag. <laughs> and he pushes yeah. her. That's probably like what Seinfeld happened. with the marble rye. <laughs> Question. If she drops it down, right? And they have Duncan. Do you think Duncan could have got that? Duncan can get it. He could, right? But they need Donuts? to. The robot. The robot. Oh. They need to know that she had it, and they don't in the ending that really? exists. Right, yeah. Because in the real ending, he's like, okay, yeah, let's dance. And they're dance. moving. And yeah. you know, in like 10 minutes after he's done dancing with her, mm -hmm. he's getting the robot and getting the diamond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be tough to find. They're moving. But they it's, saw it's when not she that far. It. Yeah. You know? It, ref it It's also reflective, so a light would just kind of like, you'll see that pretty quickly. If you just ocean floor, yeah. If you just send the robot in one direction with a light, you'll, you'll get it. Plus, who knows how long would it take for the diamond to fall two miles to the ground? I don't even know. Yeah, in water, no, nah, I don't know. Not Plus that I'm long. sure it'll move, you know. Yeah, but you scout an area, you send two or three robots out, you'll get it. Look, if you know it's there, <laughs> you gotta look. You gotta you, give it. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah, try, you have no yeah. choice now. And you can send more robots and ships because you you're 100 certain. So. Is that it, guys? I think that's it for I Titanic. Think we finished Titanic. Yeah, we I Titanic. think we dissected this very thoroughly. <laughs> it had to be dissected. And I hope that we gave people a new perspective on the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think your guys' perspectives is uh, is warranted. Are we? Ca are me and Ant Caveman? Yes, but you're warranted. I think partially we are. We, yeah. We're out of line a few times. Yes. But... but I mean, but I think there are real thoughts that people need to consider. The evidence, <laughs> the evidence is presented in mm -hmm. such a way where it's like, yes. I don't know how you can call us assholes. But Put like yourself I, in the perspective of I the did. people there. But like, like <laughs> I, I called you assholes. The movie is dumb. Yes. There's dumb shit in it. Yeah. But there's also stunning brilliance at the same time. Yes. Visually stunning, emotionally dumb. There's parts where it's... And then there's emotionally... It's great. There's emotionally great parts, yeah. I'm talking as far as the like the Overall. main shit. 
Yeah. Like obviously uh-huh. the shit where it's like the mother with her the kids and the it. old yeah, people. Yeah, it's yeah. like those old people are real too, by the yes, way. Yeah. That's a real couple. That's that's a tragedy. But yeah. it's like there's real emotional moments that really pay off. Like the band is great. That used to make me cry as a kid. Mm-hmm. One thing I do want to say, and this is just about the zeitgeist of this movie and, and where it's been. 1,500 people died, right? Yeah. This is a tragedy. This is a massive tragedy. And yet, in 1997 and 1998, Americans felt it was completely okay to make a bouncy house-style inflatable (laughs) Titanic that kids could slide down from the top into the icy water below to have at block parties. (laughs) Would you do that with 9-11? Would you do that with Pearl Harbor? Uh, I, maybe, maybe one why day. is why did this movie kind of make it seem like a not real event to people? Because it's fun to people, mm-hmm. and it's such a love story, and it's beautifully shot. Yeah, and there's still something so glamorous about it right. that you could fantasize. I yeah. think there's people out there today that don't know it's real. No, there's 100% people. You see it pop up on Twitter every now and again. Mm-hmm. People are like, Titanic is real? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, people say shit like that. Did you have anything else to say about the conspiracy theory before we wrap? No, did you? No, I wasn't sure if like I was missing anything. I, this, uh, this is a rabbit a hole you're, you yeah. can dive into if okay. you feel so inclined. We could have an entire episode yeah. on it. I choose to believe it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the J.P. Morgan or the U-Boat? Morgan. The Morgan, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the U boat one. It's cool, but it, I know it's not. But the Germans sunk the ship? Testing the, yeah, because it's all the biggest. I mean, the names war in starts in two years. Basically. Biggest names in capitalism for your enemies <laughs> all on one ship. Right. <laughs> that Kaiser, what a bastard. <laughs> They're going into the, the ice field, and, you know, right. but realistically, you, all could, right. you could see the damage. What, what do you rate it, Steve? Uh, I, gave, I give it a high rating. I think we're also slightly tainted from seeing it a lot. Which, uh, oh, definitely. I, I give this a 9.5 out of 10. It's not perfect, obviously, but I, I think I could rewatch this movie 100 times and I'm going to love it every time. Brian? Oh, man, this is tough. I'm going to go six. Six. Okay. It's visually stunning. But like with all Cameron shit, I don't connect with any of the emotional beats, mm-hmm. really, of the main story. Like I said before, it's very fun watch. Yeah. It's endlessly watchable. And I think you have to give credit to that. I I give a ton of credit to the accuracy of the movie. You know, with a few yeah. exceptions. You're like you, yeah. they, they took out things because they didn't fit in it dramatically, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I that's fun. You always have to give a little leeway. Right. But it is dumb as shit. <laughs> so I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. I knew I like I, I honestly I wasn't gonna give a rating until I heard what Brian said because I wanted to be higher than Brian and lower than yours. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. I wanted to be the middle ground. Okay, All right. that's fine. That's fine. So guys, yeah. in honor of Titanic, this is our longest episode by far. Is it really? It's yeah. almost as long as Titanic. Oh gosh, we are like two hours and forty five minutes. Oh my God. Enjoy cutting this together because you have to cut out a lot. Maybe I will put it in two parts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you think we can get this on cassette, on VHS cassette, (laughs) in time for the release? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) All right. All right, guys. That's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, This was great. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.
<laughs> Want to give a big thank you to Tom, Steve, Dave, Lannis, Record down in the studio. Thanks to Walt Getham. Please follow us on all social media, Our View History Pod on Twitter, Reviewing History Pod everywhere else. You can send us an email at reviewinghistorypod at gmail.com. You can rate us, rate and review us on iTunes. Please do. It helps potential sponsors find the show. Follow me on all social media at Brian Rupert. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time with Joey. Wait, Joey Noel. Joey Noel. Joey Noel. Merry Christmas. <laughs> ho ho ho.